We reached a pretty big milestone this past week. That's right. The first full feature-length film of The Black Panther. Lots of people are raving about it. But does it deserve those high acclaims? <laughs> Not if me and T-Max have anything to say about it. Or we might have loved it. Who knows? We're going to talk about all that and more on a very African edition of the review. Review. Wakanda forever! <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your... Big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm one of the only white guys in Black Panther. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Ross. Great Maybe Ross. <laughs> like, oh, you could have been. Uh, what's his Claw? name? Claw. Claw. <laughs> Ulysses Claw. Ulysses, Ulysses Claw. Today we are going over Black Panther, the new Marvel hit. They have on their hands. Yet. If you haven't been paying attention to the internet, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. Yeah, you, you, you can't even get on a website with them talking about it. You can't overturn a rock without hearing about Black Panther. Boy, howdy, I tell you what. So we're going to add to the mess and we're talk gonna, about yeah. it later tonight. <laughs> yep, exactly. We're going to do what everyone else is doing. That's right. And talk about Black Panther. You got to do it. It's stats. You got to yeah. do it, bruh. Yeah. That's I think someone came... To the studio and said, you guys have a podcast? We're like, yeah. And it's like, well, you got to talk about Black Panther. It's how it works. The podcast yeah. bosses. Yep. The podcast bosses, <laughs> they come to all podcast studios That's and right. they say, you have to do a episode about Black Panther. Yeah. Cooking shows are doing shows about Black Panther. They got to. Or else you get a cease and desist. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. Not from the podcast boss. Not the, po- the podcast <laughs> boss. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he sounds that's how he sounds or how people that work for him sound oh yeah the people who work for him sound like that and even, nobody knows how the podcast boss yeah sound, he just sounds. points and you do it you just do what he points to yeah and you know what he <laughs> you know what he means he just walks around <laughs> with a big black panther mask and just points at <laughs> it right and then his and then his employers are like i think you should know what you should do now <laughs> and that's it Yep. That's how we get every single show. Yeah, every single show. Every one. Yep. He comes five minutes before the show. Yep. They they tell us what we need to talk about. Yeah. Last week he threw a rock at us from space and we were like, Meteor Man. Gotta do Meteor Man. <laughs> it's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah. It's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. So... You know, whatever. We don't want to piss off the podcast boss. Not the podcast boss. I just gleeked saying that. Ugh. God, it's all over the screen. All over the equipment. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Sparks. But I want to get too much into our podcast boss. Yeah. We can't talk about him too much. We don't want to out him. I mean, I think we've already said too much. Really. So we probably... might be shut down in mid-show. <laughs> we should probably uh, get into some news that happened in the week, just okay. to be safe. Yeah. I'll start with this. Good. Black Panther. <laughs> okay. Is, is uh, killing it out there, right? Yep. 
Everybody's loving it. Everybody loving it. Especially Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. Tell you what, I'll get into the final uh, review or Rotten Tomato score when the we get into Warner it. Warner Brothers owned Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. They're in WB's pocket. It'd, pro- it'd probably be 100% if it wasn't for those <laughs> shitty <laughs> brothers. Uh, but it has overtaken a very popular movie to be the best rated movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you know what that overtook? Lady Bird? <laughs> no. It overtook Wizard of Oz as the best rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes of all time. Oh my god. Now, it's I read that headline and I'm like, how does this happen? <laughs> and so, because... Wizard of Oz has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yeah. It has a hundred and ten reviews, only one of them negative for some reason. Yeah. And it's like a recent review. So I wanna know what weird hipster or angry There's probably someone that loved Black Panther that wanted to <laughs> shit on the highest gr- like one star wasn't Black Panther. Right. <laughs> but Black Panther has three times the amount of reviews that Wizard of Oz has. Yeah. And so it has more it has more rotten reviews, but in percentage-wise less than Wizard of Oz, making it the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes of all time. It's hmm. a weird aggregate. You can't trust Rotten Tomatoes. It's an aggregate. I think we need to have a recount. Recount. We got some hanging chads over there <laughs> in that at that Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's an odd it's an odd thing, but the stats don't lie. It's there, babe. All right, Black Fair Panther, enough. number one, highest rated all time. Rotten Tomatoes, RT, check it out sometime. WB, it's in their pocket. So many fucking <laughs> letters. <laughs> what do you what do you think about that? Is that is that weird to you? Is that different? I don't give a shit about Rotten Tomatoes all, right, all we can that move much. On. <laughs> it's it's a thing that exists that yep. tells you if movies are bad or good. It it basically. Tries to give you, in fact, an opinion. Yes. Like, this is this is a fact. Like, no, it's an opinion. <laughs> it's a fact. 97% say people love it. That like, means it's that, fact. That's fu- That doesn't mean anything. We're the Bible. <laughs> it's a weird Jonah percentage. was in a whale. <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to keep on the Black Panther train a little bit. Before we get into it, a little okay. bit of news. As if we're not going to be on it as already. Listen, I want to keep warm it up just a little bit. Okay. Warm it up. Like, prime the oven. Everyone's talking about it. Might as well just, just blend pre- in. Preheat the oven a little bit, and we'll get back to a full bake later. Okay. <laughs> Watch a lot of British Bake Off. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That uh, every <laughs> Black Panther cast member yeah. will be appearing in Infinity War. I heard. I heard uh, at least... I know uh, there was a lot of talk about people going back and watching the trailer being like, they're going to be in it? Yeah, I bet. (laughs) I bet. Uh, So that'd be pretty exciting if you dug Black Panther. Because from what we saw from that first trailer, it looks Wakanda pretty heavy. Oh, yeah. Wakanda pretty heavy. Wakanda pretty heavy. (laughs) So all in all, I would assume... WPH. Yeah. Wakanda pretty heavy. Wakanda pretty heavy. (laughs) So... One would assume that those cast members mm-hmm. would return. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. Depends on your uh, yeah. review on Black Panther. Hey, well, 
we may be talking about who we're excited to see in Infinity War oh, from Black Panther back. later. We can, we can double back to that. We can double, we can double back to that. back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, JT, the Infinity War second trailer is rumored to drop March 8th on Good Morning America. Oh, my God. Now, that's rumor. Rumor, I should open the mill, but now it has to be fact. Okay. Well, so if enough. it doesn't show up, oh, man. I'm blaming Lauer. Sheesh. Well, <laughs> since we're talking about Good Morning America, I'm going to be a John Stossel here and be, give me a break. <laughs> I do not get that reference. <laughs> I know who John Stossel is. I don't think I've watched Good Morning America more than I can count on one hand. I think that was on 2020, actually. So I think we're give both me a break in... segment. Oh my god, give, give me a break! Jesse. I don't know. I don't know about this. Uh, staying on the superhero movie train. Yes, for all the buzz. Yeah, Aquaman had test screenings the last few days. I think. Yeah, and positive. Coming back positive. Oh my! That's always that's always a good sign. WB staple. Never. BVS got a standing ovation. <laughs> uh, as well as people touting it as being a very emotional film. Oh. Now we could. Is Black Manta going to be the new Killmonger? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. Maybe it could be a love story with Aquaman and Mira. Uh, so we don't know but people are touting it as great or positive people are not allowed to talk about their actual viewing of it unless they tell a third party and then that third party can tell which is a fucking weird clause so it's just like a a shitty version of telephone yeah so (laughs) who knows Uh, I think they saw Waterman (laughs) So I guess Waterman is a film. <laughs> so that's all I can say. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Sorry, that's all I can say. Go see Waterman when it comes out. <laughs> so if we were to take WB's track record of all of these test screenings, you would pretty much have to take the opposite of all of them. BVS got a standing ovation. Wonder Woman was supposedly a mess. <laughs> And I think Justice League was positively received as well. Yeah. I want to say. That might be not be true. I don't remember. Yeah. So, take the opposite. Maybe Aquaman's not looking so good. Maybe not. But maybe these solo standalone films will be a turnaround. Well, we'll see. We will see. It's in December, it's I coming believe. coming at the end of the year. Yeah. You know what I found out? This movie also wrapped last October. Jesus. I know. It's old as fuck. <laughs> No, not even a trailer yet? I mean, we can't even tell if it's done. We haven't seen any footage. I don't even know if it's done. So, I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, it's probably pretty effects-heavy having it tried to look all underwater, maybe? Yeah. So we'll see. Hey. Give it to me, Juan. We shall see. Give it to me, Juan. <laughs> Juan, comma, James. Juan, comma, James. Uh, here we go, JT. That Joker standalone film. Can't wait. Maybe starring Joaquin. Joaquin. That wacky Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> wacky Joaquin. Uh, is supposed to be filming this up 
upcoming May already. I don't even know if they got a cast nailed down. I haven't even heard anything about script. But come on, supposedly it's filming this May. So check it out. All right. Check it out sometime whenever that is going to drop. Can't wait. Can't wait for it to come straight to Netflix <laughs> or whatever. It might. It might just drop. Yeah, give it. <laughs> be like they're in the Super the... Bowl. <laughs> Joker's coming to Netflix. Watch now. Now. <laughs> and then a... It's going to be like a commercial like, you already watched and you don't even know. <laughs> oh, my God, I did. <laughs> We're pl- we've been playing it picture in picture this whole time and you haven't even noticed. Yeah. We've been putting sublimely putting it in the corner in different things that you watch on TV. If you think back to it, you even know the entire plot. <laughs> wait a minute, I don't... Wait a minute, I do! That'd be amazing if you. I... We made you watch the entire movie and then neuralized you Men in Black style. Black suits come in, Men in Black. And the Joker. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, check out for that dump heap or whatever is coming. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jessica Chastain, JT. Yeah. Uh, fans wanted her to definitely hit up the second part of it. Yes, she does have a very striking resemblance to the female in the first one. Bev, am I correct? Yeah. I don't know if her last name is am I correct, but her first name is Bev. Great. At least I'm half right. <laughs> Uh, well, Jessica, Jessica Je- Chastain <laughs> is officially in talks to play Bev. Good. And it, part two. <laughs> so, we'll see. Good. We'll see. I haven't seen it one part one yet. <laughs> I know. It's but, right there, it's right there in the docket with 10 Cloverfield Lane, right? That's right. It'll get there. Don't you worry <laughs> about it, JT. Don't you sl- lose sleep over that. Yeah, you're just gonna, you're gonna watch all of this stuff on your deathbed. Yeah, maybe <laughs> if I have the time. Hopefully, I go quick. JT always told me to watch 10 Cloverfield Lane. Now's the time. Yep. Play. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had time now. <laughs> uh, I bet John Goodman was still amazing. <laughs> uh, funny, st- not a funny story. A story for you. Uh, now me and Dave, Ghost Hunter Dave, yeah, uh, share a voodoo account or whatever <gasps> it is. Uh-oh. So any of those digital copies have been thrown onto a joint account. So uh, it's on there. It, the movie, is on this oh, man. thing. So, just saying. It's pretty much that. I say, why are you writing me out of this shit? It's just that, uh, Baby Driver, and like all of the DC animated films are on it. That's pretty much it. Okay, never mind then. Um, we'll check it out before you leave. See if you want something on there. Maybe you can get in on it. Okay. And then It Part 2. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, last bit of news I got, JT. Netflix, yes. streaming juggernaut, uh, has signed the Dupless Brothers <gasps> for a four-picture contract. All right. Get ready to get real hipster with it. <laughs> I tried to look for what they got paid. Did not say. Did not say. Well, it must not amount. have been too bad because they're not making a YouTube video complaining about it. <laughs> Is that what they do? 
No, that's what Monique does. Oh, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> I'm um, not gonna let anyone live it down. Monique <laughs> bitched about how she how much she got paid on Netflix. Yeah. A measly hundred mil or whatever. Oh my it is. goodness. Not hundred mil, hundred thousand. Like, yeah. Or I think it was like five hundred thousand. I don't remember. I don't know. It was a lot of money. It was yeah. It was money you should not complain about. <laughs> you get paid just to give people a chuckle, okay? It's not like you gotta do hard labor. Yeah. I'm not saying your job is easy, but shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, check out the Duplus Brothers, Duplus Bros, the Dupe Bros. The Dupe Bros. Uh, the next four flicks coming straight to the Netflix. I, I'm i hit and miss with their films. I would like to see I've what they I haven't seen every there. single one of them. I think the ones I've seen I've liked, but I've also only watched the ones I hear are good. They are very... Uh, you can tell if it's a Duplass Brothers film, because it's very soft-spoken. Yeah. They call it mumblecore. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that term being mumbled about. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of, like, a lot of the dialogue is kind of, like, overlapping. Like, they try and make it seem like regular conversations. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're fine. They're fine. I've, had, I've seen some that I liked. All right. I might have seen two ever. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you what they were. What's the... There's one where, like, Mark Duplass is, like, like his ex-girl... Like, ex-girlfriend, <laughs> sister. Okay. He's, like, rooming with her in a house, and they sleep together. And then his ex-girlfriend shows up, and then she talks about wanting to get back with him. Oh. But I can't remember what the name of it is. Sleeping with friends? No. I don't remember, but look it up. It's All that right. one. That one's pretty good. Check it out sometime. Yeah. All right. Do you hear that on the mics? I don't know if I hear it on the mics, but yeah, your <laughs> your child is screaming. See danger. What is she doing to that kid? In I don't know. A force feed her milk? Maybe. Yeah, she doesn't want it. Obviously. <laughs> she doesn't want it. She's probably trying to put her to bed. She's being a total bee. Oh Jesus. A baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, also tonight, in honor of Black Panther, we decided to get something a little special. Uh, couldn't find anything close related to Black Panther, no. but I did get Dark Horse Brewing Company's Black Ale. Yes, Black Panther, Black Ale. There you go. There you have it. They're both have names of animals. Yes, in their titles, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I I, uh, I don't want to like spoil my review for Black Panther, but I think I like the movie better than the beer. Fair enough. <laughs> what uh, do you like this? And eh, it's definitely darker. It's definitely dark, and it's kind of chalky. It's <laughs> very bitter. Here's the review, or the not the review, but the description from bitter beer face. The the uh, their website, darkhorsebrewery.com. Uh, conceived. Oh, excuse me. Oh, look out! The dark horse. Good lord! The dark horse kicking me right in the chest. Oof! Kicking me right in the chest. <laughs> here we go. Description here. While I fill, while you look up news. 
I already got it up. Great. <laughs> Conceived in a dimly lit room on a blistery cold night in Upper Peninsula of Michigan, the Reserve Special Black Ale is the oldest beer in the Dark House portfolio. The beer has a dark, almost eerie presence with rich flavors that Jesus. explode onto your taste buds with a balanced yet heavy malt roast, which is it's very, very apparent. Very heavily roasted. <laughs> and chocolate. Chocolate is a footnote. I kind of taste the chocolate. It is like a bitter chocolate taste. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a chocolate accent. It's straight cacao. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reserve the reserve special black ale drinks stuffed a bunch of baking chocolate in it. <laughs> yeah. uh, drinks like a porter and finishes like a stout, so it fits nicely into the category of a delicious strong black ale. Um, it does finish a little creamy, like a stout. Yeah, I do like I like the aftertaste a lot better than the initial taste. Um, I don't know if I'd ever buy this again though. It's got seven point five percent alcohol, so we gonna get fucked. So we gonna get it. We gonna get it. <laughs> uh, that's uh, it. There we go. Drink of the go. night. Drink of the night. Bringing it back. Bringing it back, y'all. Uh, Troy, looking forward to that Bond Twenty Five somewhere around the corner sometime. Sure. Uh, they may have finally nailed down a director. And it's a pretty well-known director. Oh. Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Yes. Danny Boyle. Of train spotting fame. Might so be it's not Nolan. Board. He's out? Nolan's out. He, or he, probably never even in. Probably never was ever <laughs> part of it. <laughs> People just wanted it to happen. Are you excited yeah. about Danny Boyle? I'd be curious to see what he does with it. All right. I've never seen train spotting. Danny Boyle is really good with like uh, he gets like some interesting shots, and okay. I like how he, I can like I like to see what he would do with a Bond film. Okay, because I can't really think of too many action films he's done. I, I don't, I couldn't tell you any films that he's done. Yeah, all I can really think about is Train Spot. I know he's done some other stuff, but I can't fucking remember. Well, that's too bad. But yeah, well, I want to see what he does with Bond. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Maybe we will see what he does with Bond. Maybe we we will see. Maybe we will see. I haven't been such a fan of Bond as the movies progressively came out. I don't think they ever topped Casino Royale. Yeah. Quantum, I did not like, or could tell you what happened at all. I never saw Quantum. And then, uh, what was that? Skyfall? Skyfall was okay. Yeah. Um... It kind of played with, like, the James Bond mythology a bit, which I didn't yeah. care for so much. I don't know. It threw some stuff in there where they were just like, eh, let's just make it fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, they tried to tell a deep story, and then it just got to a point where it's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> let's just have fun again. Let's have fun again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I heard that the ending of that one was supposed to be, like, he goes home and meets his dad and his dad, Sean Connery. And so, like, and then, but Sean Connery didn't want to do want anything to do yeah, with it. Yeah, so it's just like, well, fuck it. We'll just have it be a housekeeper or whatever. I don't like that his the James Bond is like his actual name. I guess. Yeah. I thought it'd be better if it was like a title handed down. Like that's what 007's name is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I listened to like an old episode of ours where we had this exact same conversation. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I've been like going through a lot of our old old. Uh, episodes and like li- listening back like that's where i heard your amazing jack shepherd impression <laughs> not too long ago oh yeah we spent like 20 minutes talking about it before we started recording last time 
thought it was just all all it is is we have to go back <laughs> that's, that's it. all it is that's all it needs to be <laughs> oh shit i think you sent it me as a gift one I day did. and i like i was like losing my shit at work <laughs> uh, oh it's so good uh, Troy, looking forward to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Right on the docket this summer. We'll see. I'm more excited for it after this last trailer, I think. Okay. But uh, it's getting such buzz that now they have to get a Jurassic World 3 off the ground. And they even have a release date for it. Already? Yeah. My God. Yeah, some big balls over there at Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> it is set to be released in theaters June eleventh, twenty twenty one. That's a little. That's farther out than I thought, actually. Yeah. Well, we think it's eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Like four years. Give them a good four years to sure let everything let the apocalyptic events from Fallen Kingdom kind of set in. Sure. And then what uh, if Fallen Kingdom is just a turd, though. I don't know. Then it's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> then they're going to bring back Ian Malcolm to just... <laughs> yeah, bring him back again. Yep. Save this franchise. Save I, us. I can't. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know what the fuck that, that was. That's probably the worst... <laughs> Sam Jeff. Oh. <laughs> the worst Jeff Goldblum ever heard. Oh, sorry. I went for Sam Neill. Oh. I forgot who was who in Jurassic Park. You said Ian Malcolm. What was Alan Sam Grant? Alan Grant. Yep. Fuck me, right? <laughs> Fuck me. Can't fucking remember anything from great movies. <laughs> uh, Troy, you're looking forward to Andy Serkis's version of the Jungle Book, Mowgli. I'm not sure yet. I'm curious what they do with it because it's supposed to be based more on the book. Right. The original scripture of yeah. the book yes yeah and it might be a more violent depiction of the story because right. uh it officially got its rating and it is pg-13 for bloody images whoa shere khan get all up in that ass maybe <laughs> eating maybe. yep he's gonna eat He's gonna just gonna show out of all the animals. Yeah, <laughs> it's PG thirteen for Shere Khan eating ass. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing if that was in the description? Bloody violence and Shere Khan's yeah. analingus. Yeah. <laughs> this film has been rated PG thirteen for bloody images and ass eating. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm curious. Yeah. Because after the this, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Favreau's Favreau Favreau's came out like it was they were like making them around the same time or it was yeah like they were set to come out like the same year and then I think uh, John Favreau's came out earlier so they were like well fuck this we better push this shit back (laughs) yeah probably a smart move yeah I don't I, I can't see well I don't know movies are always known for like coming out in like groupings right like the fucking Disaster comet films that came out that like yeah. Armageddon and Deep Impact yeah yeah even like uh, Bugs Life and Ants oh Jesus and like uh, Madagascar and like some other thing with the same animals but 
different movie. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's all the same shit. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. Dude, fuck movies. Fuck, what are we doing What are we here? doing? Guys, we're done. We're not going to even do the Black Panther <laughs> review. <laughs> movies are fucking stupid. What was that? I, uh, you gotta review Black Panther. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Podcast boss Fuck. employees! You, you, you better do it. I got the point <laughs> in your direction. Oh, no. Oh, no, there he is! He's pointing at an angry Black Panther mask. See this poster? You gotta review it. <laughs> oh, no! He's pointing at a Black Panther poster! <laughs> Holy shit! Where'd he even get that from? The movies. <laughs> the movies? <laughs> Alright, we'll review it. Oh my god, get out of here! And you better do it quick. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Threatening our lives. Out of the hour. <laughs> uh, Troy, are you looking forward to seeing what Disney puts on their streaming service? I am looking forward to it. I don't know when it... When is it supposed to officially come out? I thought it was supposed out? to be dropping this year. I don't know. I thought it maybe next year, but I'm not too sure. But anyways, Disney already reportedly putting out... <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> some, to hear the news. Some uh, Something that it might be putting on a streaming service. One of them being The Muppets. The Muppets? Might be getting their own show on the Disney streaming service. A new revamped Muppets? Uh, yes. Oh, look out. Look out. Yes. Get Kermit that all on top it. of uh, Marvel, like I think most of the Marvel films and a possible live action Star Wars series. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a lot of shit. Yeah. Plus whatever, I think, like, Marvel television properties that didn't find a home. Like, what was that one that, like, was gonna be on, like, Freeform, and then they just didn't have the time space for it? I don't know. Like, all that shit is gonna be yeah. on there. Plus whatever they want to, because, like, now they, like, own Hulu. So, <laughs> can be anything from, like, ABC, because that's all owned by the same shit. Yeah. Anything from Disney Channel or Freeform or whatever it is now, all that can be on there too. So they they have a pretty extensive library. Oh yeah, do I'd like think, to see what they do with it. If we talked about this, do you think that they'll put all the Disney movies on there, or are they going to keep some in the vault? I don't know. They, I think they've pretty much all kind of come out now. Like right. I don't think I don't think there's any like super old ones that they're they're keeping in the vault anymore. Oh really? Because I've pretty much worked up to, um, I can't think of what they're, what they're like, like they pretty much got up to like what the, the major ones are. Like I think Aladdin's out, but I did, Beauty I, and the Beast I knew is that, out. but I thought they only, when they would re, like release stuff, they would only release it for like a limited time and only have a limited m- amount of money. Yeah. Or a limited amount of units. Yeah. And then that would drive demand or whatever. Yeah. That was I think that was back when they had videos, though. I think it's hard to do it now that there's, like... It's all streaming. It's all streaming. Right? I think they had, like, a cutoff point. Cause, yeah, because I remember for the longest time it was so fucking hard to find, like, their old shit. But now it's, like, coming out, like, in small bits. Yeah. And I think they've kind of reached the end of that because I can't really think of any older things they don't have... 
out that's available now. That Disney vault thing is smart as hell, though. Yeah. It's like, mm. it just drove people to, like, be ravenous. Oh, yeah. To want to get it. Yeah. That's so smart to create their own demand. Yeah. For it. Jesus Christ, Disney. They're, they're evil sons of bitches. <laughs> but smart evil sons of bitches. That's true. But so, now yeah. I'll see, uh... We'll see what the we'll see what happens. Yeah, I yeah, I thought that was coming maybe like late this year. Maybe it is next year. I'm not sure. I thought I heard 2019, but I could be mistaken. But I definitely want to check it out cuz if it's like moderately priced, yeah. I might even drop like another streaming service I have to get yeah. that. I might drop Hulu cuz like, I don't really watch it all now, but I keep it for certain things on for like television. Yeah. But I don't want to pay for, like, another streaming service, so I might drop one. Because I just picked up HBO Now. Mm. I have that. Nice. Yeah. And that's 15 bucks a month. And I'm just like, ugh. Let's say I think you can get... Can't you get a subscription of HBO through Amazon? Yeah, but it's the same price. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter. Gotcha. At least I think it is. If it's not, Fuck. Fuck. We should probably look into that. <laughs> uh, Troy, looking forward to that Sonic the Hedgehog nope. film. <laughs> I am well, not. Just in case you are, All right. they have a release date as well, November of 2019. Hmm. So get your babies ready. Put it on their calendar. For that fast-ass hedgehog. <laughs> and his buddy Knuckles. And Tails. Yeah. And I thought Knuckles was like more of a... Wasn't Knuckles, like, more of a villain at first? Anti-hero, maybe? Yeah, Knuckles is their anti-hero. <laughs> He's their punisher. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I never play Sonic. <laughs> I played it a shit ton when I had my Game Gear. That's I was like, the only big time thing. I ever played Sonic was on your Game Gear. <laughs> <laughs> that and that fucking sweet-ass Power Rangers game. That was good as hell. Oh, that Power Rangers game was the tits. It was pretty much just like the saga of the Green Ranger. Yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Man, I want to, like, I'm kind of on, like, ransack my parents' house so I can find my Game Gear. Stock up on batteries. Yeah. Well, no, I I, I think if, if, if that's nearby, the cord has to be nearby too i remember i'd barely use batteries for that thing i just had it Always plugged had in plug all the time in, yeah so it got like red hot yeah <laughs> i know you but you, like if you didn't use it you had to put like fucking like nine batteries in it and it like lasted like a half hour <laughs> yeah what the hell was that thing was it was a piece of shit yeah but had that sweet power rangers game on it so. oh that power rangers game was the tits yeah <laughs> uh troy jordan peele Getting a lot of acclaim for Get Out this Get year. Out. Well, it appears that his next project to direct is going to start filming in late 2018. And he said that it is not going to, it's going to be on the same basis of his first film, but it's not going to be involving race. Like it's right. going to do a satire on something else. Ooh, a satire. All right. Yeah. So we'll see what it is. All right. I'm curious. He had a first, he had a real good first outing. That's right. Let's see if he can go two for two. Can lightning strike twice? Stay tuned. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. See. And uh, my last bit of news, Troy. Mm. Are you looking forward to that Gambit film finally? 
Is it happening? Troy, <laughs> they have officially put out a release date <laughs> all right. for Gambit. The this... Channing Tatum Gambit, even. Yeah, all right. Channing Tatum, even. Yes. <laughs> uh, the current release date for the Gambit film uh-huh. is June 7th, twenty nineteen. Whoa, next year even. Yeah. Look out. So all the hype. Look out. Is might be coming to a head in June 9th, 2019. All right. I'll uh try to remember that. So like come June or July when it's already not filming. <laughs> so that's probably when it should start filming. I will uh, make sure to throw it back in their faces that it's not well going to happen. Write it down right now. I will not remember. Okay. Oh, we should put it on the new calendar. Oh, the Doug the Pug calendar. <laughs> well, we'll remember, we'll remember, probably. Yeah, Maybe. we'll probably remember. Uh, Troy, I do have a bit, though. Oh, shit. I have How a dare you. bit. So we're going to have to fire up the old... The old, old bit theme. Neil's Bits theme for a segment we call Neil's Bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. Uh, yep. So who's the... Uh, Wait! Oh, it's Troy! Oh, oh shoot. I thought it the was The theme is... No takes a while for it to <laughs> play like it's still playing right now oh, my. oh there it goes all right now it's done oh there you go all right neil's bits neil's bits love it love that theme uh troy yep i have a bit here from someone that we already know is in heaven so we should we don't even really need all to pray right. for him because pray. it is famed television evangelist billy graham Oh, I saw this. Passed away at age 99. Ooh, almost got to that century almost club. Almost hit that cento. Yeah. Cento. Yep. <laughs> Great. That's what I'm calling it now. I almost thought you were going to say centaur. Yeah, he almost, he almost became, yeah, he almost became a bull man. <laughs> no, centaur is a horse man. Everyone knows that 100-year-old people turn into horse bull men. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe uh, might be might be a centaur was, in heaven. Maybe he was close to the uh, guy upstairs. Maybe he can make thought he could make something happen. Maybe. Turn him into a centaur. Yep, he was behind on his payments. That's like, right. Not giving enough offerings there, Billy Graham. Gonna have to take your centaur away. Yeah, that's right. He was short a few prayers. Yep. What are you gonna do? Them, the, go. them the bricks. But Billy Graham, known for uh, he's actually been known to like. Uh, Give advice to like famous political leaders. Even I think there's really? even like a there's even a spot in. Uh, I guess it doesn't really surprise me, but <laughs> there's even like uh, an instance in the in the Crown where Billy Graham shows up and gives advice to Queen Elizabeth in the second season. Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that. Did yeah. I finish the second season of that? Oh boy, I don't. know. <laughs> I just blown Troy's mind. <laughs> spoilers, Billy Graham is in it. Yep. So spoilers there, Billy Graham's in it. All right. Well, I'll look out for it. 
Billy Graham and John F. Kennedy's in the second season, too. John F. Kennedy? Yeah. Played by Michael C. Hall, weirdly. Really? Yeah. I must have not have finished it, because I don't you, remember. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's later in there, but they like they hired Michael C. Hall as John F. Kennedy, but then the chick that plays Jackie O is, like, spot on. Like, looks exactly like her. Uh-huh. So it was like... But, like, most of the episode's about Jackie O anyway, so it was like... Let's get a good actor for John F. Kennedy and make sure we get someone that looks exactly like Jackie O. <laughs> how was he as Kennedy? Does he? Have- I mean, he was fine. He pretty much played like how he always plays. Like he does like those like ticks where he's just like, "Hey," <laughs> but it's still it was just Michael C. Hall. It was pretty much was just Michael C. Hall. <laughs> like he had like a little bit of a Boston accent, uh-huh. but it was like, man, you're just you're just Michael C. Hall. And he goes off and murders somebody and yep. in a plastic room. And then he gets shot in the head. <laughs> well, there you have it. Because he's John F. Kennedy. JFK, man. But, uh... So, yeah, Billy Graham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dead at 99. Man. What a span, man. What a span. And it's done. Great. Uh, I got two trailers, JT. I only have one. What? Yeah, I, I was lazy this... There wasn't a whole lot. No. I went to the Netflix trailers. Okay. I saw one of the Netflix ones. I'm probably pretty sure I've got one of the ones you're going to talk about. All right. Uh, the first one I got is not so much a trailer as more of like a show announcement. Yeah. But it does work as a trailer. Yeah. But it's the reboot to Lost in Space. This is the only one that I have. Oh, uh, and that's coming April 13th. Yeah. Pretty close. Uh, Macy the Max's birthday. To be, uh, Ooh, to be, uh, shoot. I don't want to put that out there into the internet, <laughs> which I already have before anyway. Great. Might as well put our social security number out there <laughs> while you're at it. I don't remember that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lost in Space. Uh, it From the trailer-ish thing I saw, it l- looks like it'll look good. Yeah. But, uh... I'm curious to see it. I'm interested. Yeah, me too. I don't have any really affinity for Lost in Space. No. I remember going to see, like, the movie. Like, the reboot movie. terrible. And loving it as a kid. I remember loving it as a kid, too. (laughs) But looking back on it, I haven't seen it in maybe... Yeah. 20 years? I don't know when it came out. A long time. The CG does not hold up. I can only assume. Yeah, I'm pretty Gary sure Oldman's like that. in this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that like CG monkey that always it probably looks like straight yeah. dog shit. Yeah, it probably looks like a fucking <laughs> like a character from like a serial commercial right by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I loved it as a kid. Matt LeBlanc is in it for some oh reason. Oh my god, yeah. Heather Graham's in it. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh. General Ross is in it yeah. as the dad. William Hurt. William Hurt. Yeah. Man, what a cast. What a cast. Never took off. But in the new one, they have uh, Molly Parker in there. Mm-hmm. Might know her from 1922 mm-hmm. that we reviewed. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what she does. Yep. I, don't, I didn't any. I didn't recognize much of anybody else. No, not really. They have a lot of younger cast in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get a good look at who the dad is. I didn't either. I... I mean, they showed his face, but yeah. he didn't look familiar. 
But anyway, I, I might check this out. Like, it's it's a pretty cool premise. Of, like yeah. a family getting lost in space and you can just do whatever. Oh, yeah, really. pretty much. So, hopefully, like, Netflix budget makes it look good. Because with a sci-fi show that's, like, in space with, like, a lot of production value, sometimes, yeah. like... You have to go kind of Star Trek with it and make it kind of low oh, yeah. budget and whatever. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. We, we shall. We shall see. All episodes drop on April 13th. Right on. We'll check it out sometime. Uh, the second one I got is a another trailer for Jessica Jones Season 2. Nice. Dropping very soon, March 8th. Yes. So look forward to our review on that. Couple weeks. Yeah. It would be, yeah. It would be two, two weeks. Yes. Let me think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we could consult the calendar. We have to, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to consult that. the calendar. But yeah. yeah. But uh, looks good. Um, it's definitely different from the last trailer that came out. I think it was like a... The last one was a lot about like her origin. Yeah. Trying to get behind that. And this mm-hmm. one doesn't even touch on that. Yeah. Like she's in like an AA meeting or something like that and just raging out. Or maybe it's a rageaholics meeting or something like that. But uh, it's pretty much just tells like her life story of what happened in the first one or up to the first one. Yeah. And then like how she's continually dealing with it now, like just being angry and shows her on the job and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I I saw the first trailer that came out and it looked interesting where it's like, it's going to dive more into like how she was created into what she is now. And that that's going to spawn something else that was created that she might have to face. Yeah. Hopefully that's good. Like I didn't necessarily need a full out like paint by numbers origin story, I yeah. guess for her. Cause I yeah. like that. It's kind of ambiguous. Like, I was in an accident. It was in an experiment. Now I got powers. I'm yeah. like, sure, that's fine. That's pretty much what Luke Cage is. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I didn't need like, uh, I don't need like a holy, yeah, God play by play. Check this. I'll out. I'll see what they do with it. Yeah, Jessica Jones is still my favorite. Jessica yeah. Jones season one is still like my favorite one they've done so far. Me too. Me too. Uh, so hopefully it holds up. David Tennant was like a big part of why I loved. That first season. Yeah. And I heard that he's going to make a comeback in here somehow, whether it's in flashbacks or whatever. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm curious what they do with it. Me too. That's it. Fuck it up like Defenders. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I went back and listened to a review of that and I got real angry about it. Why? I was just angry. I don't know why. Because Defenders ended up being bad. Yeah. Remember, yeah, because remember, like, the paper cake guys were, like, talking about how, asking me if I got touched inappropriately by them <laughs> oh, or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I listened back to him, like, Jesus Christ, I really didn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, but that moves us on to the... Tourney. That's right. Of random the movies. Of random movies. Did not have a lot of votes this week. Yeah, Might have been because why. it was like a probably because we record on a weird day. Oh, that's true. But uh we had five votes, but all five of them <laughs> voted for that Bruce Lee classic. Yep. The Enter. uh Enter the Dragon. That's right. Enter the Dragon. Just annihilating. <laughs> Monty Python, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. So, 
That's means... weird because I would have thought like we would at least have a back and forth with this one. There's yeah. a lot of Monty Python fans. But... Yeah, but I know Meaning of Life is like their least, like not as critically acclaimed as uh, the Holy Grail uh-huh. or uh, Life of Brian. So maybe, uh, yeah, maybe they were just like, yeah, we'll wait for uh, a better Monty Python maybe sure. down the line. Anyways, doesn't matter. Regardless. It's out of there now. Enter the Dragon has taken over. The first 100% win, I think, right? I think so. I think every other one has had at least one vote. The opposite <laughs> way. <laughs> in some way. Which leads us to our episode, this time, our match three. And I even told you, Troy, that there is a film in this from 1960. Yes. So, uh, well, that'll be later. We'll Great. talk about that. But the first one <laughs> is a film from 1990 where a popular actor plays a bit of a hypochondriac. Okay. And the tagline is, an average Joe, an adventurous comedy. Average Joe, an adventurous comedy from 1990. Hmm. I'm not sure. It is the Tom Hanks film, Joe vs. the Volcano. Oh, I've never seen this movie. I haven't either. All right. Okay. I'm curious about it. And here we go. The second film from 1960, considered one of the most uh, influential horror films of all time. Okay. The tagline for this, the picture you must see... From the beginning, or not at all. Is this Psycho? It is Psycho. Woo! The 1960 film Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's classic. Okay. All right. So you go Joe versus the Volcano versus Psycho. Troy, what are you into? What am I thinking about? Well, I've seen Psycho. Yeah. I think that's the one like you saw in the film class with me, right? Yeah. And that was the first time I saw it, and I thought it would bother me that it would keep pausing and we'd analyze certain parts of it. Yeah. But I think that really helped. Yeah. And I appreciated it a lot more. Yeah. And I ended up really liking Psycho. Yeah. So, I don't know. I might... I'll read more into Joe vs. the Volcano, because I know it exists. Yeah. But I don't really know much about it at all. Yeah. So maybe I'll see. Maybe I'll... I saw, I think I saw like the first five minutes of it and I was interested. Okay. It's pretty much about like a hypochondriac who's like, he thinks that he's sick all the time. And then one day he goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh yeah, you have a disease that you're going to die in like a month. <laughs> he's like, oh bro. shit. And then this millionaire like approaches him and he's like, well, since you're going to die pretty soon, there's this island that I own that <laughs> where the natives are, like, really hostile unless they have a human to sacrifice to a volcano. So I'm going to... I'll give you, like, this lavish lifestyle for a month, and then all all you have to do is you have to jump into a volcano. Oh. Interesting premise. Yeah. (laughs) But I've I've never seen it all the way through. I think I only saw the beginning for a little bit. All right. All right. But, so I'm curious. What what our fans out there think? Joe versus the volcano versus Psycho... We'll see. Uh, we'll see, see what, what wins up. next year. Next, 
next week. Will it be unanimous again? Tune in. Who Find knows? Out. Who knows? Don't change that dial. <laughs> Just keep it on this dial till the week after. Keep it on this dial because we're going to be talking about the biggest, one of the biggest films of the year. Highest rated, best best movie on Rotten Tomatoes. It beat The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> That's right. Black Panther coming up at you right now. Drop in February 16th of this year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> With a budget of $200 million, uh, on its opening weekend, made $202 million. Jesus Christ. Domestically so far, as of the end of the day on the 20th, it has made $263 million, with a worldwide gross of $462.2 million. Yeah, I cannot see how this is going to make a bill. <laughs> this is going to make a bill so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has it at 97%. IMDb has it at a 7.9 out of 10. And Feelin' Film Ooh. has it at 4.5 out of 5 stars. Right on. Uh, I got a little more stats for you from BoxOfficeMojo.com. Yeah. It is ranked so far number 8 in Superhero Origins. Okay. Um, that could change as the as time progresses. Yeah, it since it's, it's its first weekend. <laughs> Already number eight. Uh, would you be able to list some of the other movies that are above it? Granted, it, they are only origin stories, so it would be hmm. the first appearance of characters. Probably Spider-Man? The original Spider-Man is number two, Sam okay. Raimi. Okay. Uh, Batman Begins? Batman Begins is not in there. Oh, shit. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'll just go ahead so there's no dead air. <laughs> uh, Man of Steel actually beat it by one slot. Okay. Iron Man is the next one. Oh, yeah, Iron Man. Suicide Squad beat it. <laughs> uh... Then followed by Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Deadpool. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, and then Spider-Man is the number two. Yeah. Do you know what the number one is? Holy shit. Um, I'm probably going to kick myself for you this. You will. <laughs> Fuck. Three, two. Captain America. Wonder Woman is oh, the number one in origin story. Yeah. Uh... Also ranks number five in opening weekends of all films. Jesus. Already. <laughs> and uh, would you know what the top four are? Well, Avatar. Not in opening weekends. Not in opening. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and I'll give you a hint. They're all uh, semi-recent films. Jesus Christ. Within the last... 10 years. I, man, my mind is just a piece of shit right now. <laughs> Avatar is number one grossing, but not yeah. in opening weekends. Yeah. Um, number five, yeah. of course, is Black Panther. Number four, The Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Number three, Jurassic World. Oh, shit. Number two, The Last Jedi. God. And number one, The Force Awakens. Okay. Four out of the five of those owned by Disney. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, more stats, JT. It is also ranking now number two 
in Marvel Cinematic Universe top openers. Oh, shit. Only to be beaten by the Avengers, yeah. the original Avengers. Damn. Um, and it's amazing to know that it has all these numbers compared to all these, like, theaters. And it was shown in about 200 to 250 less. 250, yeah. It was shown at about 200 to 250 less theaters oh, than all these other films. God damn. Yeah. And it did just as good or better than <laughs> some of these other films. So the percentages are way better. So yeah. Black Panther coming at you hot. I know. I uh there's a town close to us that only has like two it's like it has like only has a two screen theater mm-hmm. and I just happened to see it when I was driving back from a show last weekend and it had like Paddington 2 and something else like not it wasn't Black Panther at all. Really? Yeah. I wonder if that's like if Disney's got the crunch on like small theaters. Maybe like they get like how they did with like uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, getting like fifty five percent of the dough or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh man, I think it was like Paddington Two and that Twelve Strong Ugh. was was playing. God. I'm <laughs> <laughs> in a bad mood after no saying. shit. Well. Sucks to be but that it's like theater. three bucks to have it go to a movie there and shit. Oh, so. is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, or like our our friend Dodgeball Tyler, who yeah. lives in that town, yeah. says that they have like I think they have like a special day, like it's like on a Thursday or something, where you can go to like a movie for like three bucks or something. Oh dang! Well, shit, I went to the theater on Sunday and saw it, and it was only ten bucks for both me and Chelsea to go see it. Oh yeah, you just get you gotta hit those matinees. Those matinees are the best. Doesn't matter because I got my movie pass. So I don't give a shit. Ooh, fucking king shit over here. Don't with give a shit. I, I'll go to I'll go to movie at the peak <laughs> of when you're supposed to pay for them. Like I don't give a shit. Jeez, take it easy, bro. Come on, movie pass, my movie pass. <laughs> uh, I think that's all the stats I got. Okay. So, JT, what happened in Black Panther? Well, we catch up with uh, T'Challa, mm-hmm. who is now the official Black Panther after the sudden death of his father, who must now return to his home country of Wakanda to take his rightful place at the throne. But on his way there, comes across some certain figures who may be opposed to his place on the crown, one even being someone from Oakland <laughs> with a certain agenda by the name of Killmonger. Ooh, look out, y'all. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther coming out strong this weekend. And good synopsis there, JJ. I want to see. I try. Um, You're not gonna go behind my back and shit on it later. No, with... no, of course not. I don't want to do that on another podcast. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Charm Type next week. You wouldn't believe what that <laughs> stupid bitch Joel said. I wouldn't swear. I would have to bleep oh, yeah. it out with my. You wouldn't believe what that stupid. <laughs> 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 it's family friendly podcast, JT. That's right. Can't swear on there. Got to bleep it out with the birds. <laughs> uh so yeah what um 
obviously we're not going to spoil right off the top. Spoiler free yeah. right now. Uh, what uh, what do you think of Black Black Panther? What did I think of Black Panther? Well, because I'm... it's oh well go, go no go ahead because it's not necessarily so much an origin story per se. Like it doesn't show like. I guess, well, I don't well, know. It shows it's like the a... origin of Black Panthers and uh, uh, Black Panther is not really much like an origin of like a superhero. It's more of like a lineage. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just happens to be another person in that lineage. Yeah. But they show you how like the Black Panther comes about. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which is vaguely similar to Meteor Man. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shit when that came up at the beginning. I was like, oh my God, it's Meteor Man too. <laughs> now, uh, the very beginning of the film, um, it shows like kind of like a quick history of the Black Panther. Yeah, and I guess that was added um, due to like test screenings, and it felt like they needed like more background on like they definitely did the Black Panther. If they didn't have that, I would have been lost, especially with, like the flowers and stuff mm. were kind of weird. Sure, yeah, the heart shaped herb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh all of that is like that's pretty much ripped right from the books too really? so like they didn't tinker with it too much like they didn't totally change it to make it like rdj is iron man like they made like the books yeah pretty much canon in this okay. granted like there's characters in this too that they did like modernize and like kind of streamline a little bit mm-hmm. and i'll get into well at least two of them as maybe in a spoiler okay. part of the show. But uh, I felt like any change that they did do from the original material, I think, was needed. Okay. Um, except for maybe, like, one character, uh, Black T'Challa's sister is in this movie. Yeah. Um, she plays, like, a, a type of, like, Q, almost. Yeah. From, like, James Bond. Yeah. Like she's like uh like one of the big brains in Wakanda mm-hmm. and like coming up with like new tech and stuff for this yeah. whole civilization or whatever. Yeah. Um she changes a bit from the book because like she uh is more of a stoic kind of character in the book. Okay. And a ri- and then a com- becomes a Black Panther. Okay. And like it's kinda cool because I she's kinda got a cool look. Because it's like the same sleek black suit, but she's got like a white collar on to make her look like regal and stuff oh, like nice. that. Like a furry white, like Cruella DeVille collar or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm going to IMDB Black Panther because I want to like, because there's so many names in here that I cannot remember. I'm going to oh, yeah. fuck them up if I don't <laughs> have uh, them in Shuri, me. I think, is her name. Yeah, Shuri is the sister. Um, so, but I, I didn't mind that she played, like, a lighter role in this. And there's always time to change if down the line they want to, like, make a Black Panther 2 or change her character a little bit. To, like, yeah. They can shake up that yeah. little part of the Marvel universe. And I think universe. the introduction of uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character, Nakia, I think mm-hmm. she kind of has more of that, like, stoic. Right. Yeah. And that was another cool thing, too, that, like, I kind of forgot about is that the like royal guard of Wakanda are all these like super strong powerful women. Yeah. I I love that and I forgot all about it. Yeah. <laughs> um uh anything else like I 
kind of took the mic away from you. And oh, no, no, no. rambling on about No, stuff. no, no. If you, go ahead. I, I can get my opinion whenever. Mm. Um, there... Uh, it does take place right after Civil War. Yeah. Um, some people are saying, like, takes place around the same time as, like, Spider-Man Homecoming, which I could kind of see. Yeah. Well, maybe even sooner than that. Because he, like, gets back from whatever happened in the Civil War, and it's, like, almost right right to it. Like, he's coming back. Yeah, he's pretty much going back for his father's funeral, basically. Pretty much. Like, he just, he does, like, a detour where he, like, springs his girlfriend uh-huh. from, uh... From, like, some secret mission she's on just to be like, hey, you want to come to my dad? Uh-huh. want to come to my, like, christening or whatever? <laughs> like, just ruins, like, years of, like, hard, like, hard work that she had to, like, right. get deep with this, like, group. Just to be like, hey, you want to come to my christening? Like, I'm going to be king tomorrow. You want to come see that? I want, I'd want you to go. God damn it! Yes. <laughs> of course <laughs> I want to be there, but shit. Yeah. I mean, I was, like, working on this for, like, years, but all right, I'll go. I mean, whatever you want. The uh, action was okay in this, I thought. There were some scenes where it was kind of hard to... Especially that first one, it was kind of hard to see. That they show in the trailers where he's kicking people into the trucks and stuff? Yeah. I, I would say, like, there's a few parts in this that are hard to make out at least it wasn't a theater yeah because like everything's all dark and a lot of it's like way too dark to make out what's going on yeah and like that fight scene in particular i thought like on screen i was like i can't even really tell what's happening here yeah it's like there's a character in a jet black suit yeah run around at night and all you could see from them are like little strobes from a muzzle flare yeah but like that doesn't like, it makes him kind of, like, scary and imposing. Yeah, like, I almost would have preferred, like, uh, like a a Batman Begins type scene there. Right, where it's like, like you don't the... see a fight scene, you just see him, like, picking people off. And he's just using the, the fact that he has an all-black suit at night. But they actually do try and do fight scenes with it, and it's yeah. very hard to see. Yeah. Like, they actually do, like, zoom in on it and, like, pay and, like, keep take some time to like watch them where you're like, I don't what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's that. And I also felt that some of the other action scenes too were like almost too close in, in order to like, take like a, like a good look at it. Yeah. Like, um, like there's a fight, like the whole, christening ceremony to become like the black panther is essentially like a fight to who could be the king yeah and like the first fight i would say that like a lot of it is like filmed really close and it's not really easy to make out because there's a ton of splashing water and stuff too yeah so i'm like ah man because i was blown away by black panther in civil war yeah like he had just enough mystique to him and he was a badass oh yeah like, like, he would just come in and just whip everyone's ass. Yeah, he would. Like, he was, <laughs> like, stronger and faster than Captain America. Yeah. Like, he would just, like, would run alongside a car, and you're like, Jesus Christ, look at that guy. <laughs> and then he would, like, scratch, like, uh, 
freaking uh, what's his face, Captain America's shield all up. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ, this got not a guy to mess with. Yeah, in and out of costume too, because there's yeah. scenes where like they were around that like uh, I don't know, it must have been like a UN hall. I can't remember now, and it's just like Chadwick Boseman chasing, uh, who was it? Through this building with like Tony Stark and his Iron Man glove or whatever, yeah. and he's like jumping off shit and like chasing this guy, and I was like, man, that's really good. Yeah. Um, I didn't get as much cool action out of this as I thought I would yeah. from, like, what I saw in Civil War. Yeah, because th- it does kind of take the veil back a little bit with this, and it takes a right. little bit of the mystique away from Black right. Panther, where, like, yeah, you see him in Civil War, Civil War and it's like, who the, who the fuck is this guy out of nowhere? <laughs> right. Just, like, fucking shit up. And then they do kind of introduce... Like, why he's like that, and, like, the whole history behind it. And as inter- interesting as it is, I don't think, like, it kind of takes away from that mystique of, like, oh, okay, so this is what this is. Yeah. Just a little bit. Like, I... Yeah. I'm, it, it doesn't, like, completely ruin it for me, but I'm like, eh, I like the idea of, like, just him being this figure that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Right, right. I see where you're coming from. Um, Anything else? Spoiler free. Um, yeah, I, like all in all, I love. I think the one character that did not like totally like wow me in this was Black Panther himself. I would agree. <laughs> His supporting cast is excellent. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone around him is amazing, and like they even even the way that they show the motivations of everyone around him, I thought was really well done. Like, right. there's so many times, especially in these Marvel films where people will just do things, where I'm like, why? But in this, like, they actually lay it out for you. Even the ones that you don't agree with, right. they lay it out in a way where you're like, I can I see can, how you can yeah. get to that judgment. Right. Um, I especially love Michael B. Jordan in this. I think yeah. he's, my favorite, he's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Making him, like, an incredible villain. Yeah. And they had, oh, excuse me, that, that dark horse kicking me right in the chest again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they had two villains in this. Uh, mm-hmm. They had Andy Circus reprising his role as Claw, which he was having a great time. Oh in this my movie. god, he was just a fucking ham in this. <laughs> and then, so he had like a comical little villain over here. Yeah. And then they had like the serious like Killmonger coming up mm-hmm. and being like a, the serious like looming threat. Yeah. That's uh, approaching Wakanda or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even though in the trailers it showed that. Uh, Michael B. Jordan also has a Black Panther suit. So I was like, there's doing another, like, I fight my clone again. Yeah. Like, it was, to- in the story, it worked. Yeah, it presents itself in a way where, like, it comes to a point where it's like, of course they have, that this has to be the only way that they can, right. they can hash it out. Right. It's not like in Iron Man, where it's just like, yeah. I need an iron suit to fight an iron suit or yeah. whatever. It's not like that. It's yeah. like a natural progression of things that's like, oh, well, this is how it's coming to a head. Yeah. And I and I really like that, even though, like, I didn't want a doppelganger fight. It didn't bother me at this one. Yeah. So I was I was into it. Um, uh, shoot, there was something else I was going to say. But, yeah, oh, yeah. But, like, Black Panther, I would say, like, I didn't dislike him in this movie at all, but... He definitely was, like, a subdued part in this. Yeah, it felt like... 
like I I I listened to other um, reviews where they talked about how they liked how he was like stoic and regal and tried to like make it so that no one really knew what his intentions were in certain things. So like in that sense, maybe I can see where he was coming from with his performance. But it was like it was one of those things. It was one of those things where um, like everyone else around him was just kind of uh it was more or less just him being like a blank slate and then the people around him kind of yeah. curving his judgment on on certain things. Yeah. And I would have liked it more if like he had a firm stance on something and then he used other people's uh like advice to kind of sway in in certain ways but still keep that stoic like no this is what we're doing. Yeah. I think I would have had a lot more respect for him if it would have been like that because <clears throat> i'll tell you um when me and molly saw it i liked it a lot i liked it and then she came out of it being like i loved it all the way up to the last five minutes oh yeah <laughs> and she and then i was like really and then she like explained it to me and i'm like i can kind of see yeah man now i'm kind of on your boat <laughs> like after that like i i thought about it and i i i liked it i like that kind of like swayed me on it, but then I like went back and I I liked it more thinking back on it. But that still kind of bugs me, and I'll get into that more in spoilers. Okay. But yeah, like that last five minutes, it's just I don't know. I I can't say much here without going to spoilers. Right, right. But um, well, I'll tell you right now, GHD, the daddy of GHD, yeah, Ghost Hunter Ken. Oh my God! Gave it, GHK. He gave it his seal of approval. Oh my God! Love Black Panther. Right on. So I don't know what that does for anyone but us, <laughs> but just let letting you know, GHK. What about GHD? Did GHD? Yes, he liked it. Okay, good. He texted me saying, "Isa good." <laughs> So he, he talked about a, a a mostly black film with an Italian stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's got a funny story because he went with uh, his friend Collins, which he happens to be a black guy. Yeah. And Collins was like, well, I'm going to go see it. But a guy I bought a ticket for, like, dropped out. And we bought all this African wear to go see it. <laughs> so do you want to go and wear this African wear? And Dave's like, okay. <laughs> and so he did. And like he felt, he's like, I felt so weird walking up to the cedar. I was dressed normally and then dressed in the bathroom because I didn't know if I wanted to be seen walking to the theater and like being oh my the God. shit kicked out of me for it. And then I came out of the theater and then I was getting high fives left and right. People love me. <laughs> and I'm like, this will be one moment he'll never live down. <laughs> like oh He's going to be God. bringing this up his entire life. I love it. Yeah. I know, yeah, we were bringing it up before, weren't we? Like, we were like yeah, he's just going to wear African gear everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. And just hope that, just like, hey, well, guys. the same reaction. Yeah, gets the same reaction. <laughs> he just goes to a fucking Walmart. <laughs> and people just high-fiving him. Oh, shit. Um, I uh, See, Danger ended up really liking this movie. Yes. And we talked about it uh, on the way back, too. Um, and regardless of what anybody thinks of this movie it was amazing that this movie has such the reaction that it does yeah for the people that it's for oh you yeah know what i mean i mean yeah. it's for everybody yeah but i mean and 
all black cast, a black director. Yep. Like, it has things in there that aren't just for the plain white bread folks. Oh, dude. Like us. This movie's so black, it has Tolkien white guys in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you cannot tell me that Agent Ross is not just, like, the Tolkien white, like, <laughs> oh, boy, I better do, like, he's, <laughs> like it, it's so Tolkien white guy. Like, I love it. <laughs> he, he plays, like, the white guy that Dave Chappelle's white face is. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. It's amazing. <laughs> like, like this movie had to be so black that they had to use a white stereotype character. <laughs> like, it's perfect. Yeah, which is good. And, like... <laughs> I, I'm just glad that, like, now, like, the African-American community have this hero yeah. to get behind it. This movie just to, like, rally for. So it's Oh, yeah. It's like, amazing. The, I listened to Double Toasted, and, like, almost, like, three-fourths of the people on that show are, are black, and they uh-huh. just talk about where, like, yeah, they just, they never had that growing up. Right. And, like, it's, it's really cool to, like, have that for them. I mean, like, even, like, like... Me as a white dude watching it, like right. I was like, there was like certain points in there where I was like, this is kind of a breath of fresh air. Like I don't yeah, see a lot. Is. Of, like it I didn't, was. I don't, I know, I don't see a lot of like black love interest type females. And I uh-huh. was like, Lupita Nyong'o is pretty fucking hot. <laughs> like <laughs> I would like if I was wasn't taken, I'd be like, shit, I want to get on that. Well, there you have it. <laughs> uh, so like this movie did for like the African-American and black community that like Wonder Woman did for the, like the women population for all these people. Yeah. So and this is a total feminist film too. Like more than half the cast right. is just females beating the fuck out of dudes. <laughs> yeah. So it works. <laughs> it works to everyone's advantage. Yeah. So, and that, and it's a pretty solid movie because like, even though it is a Marvel like origin story ish, it doesn't feel like a paint by numbers version that they usually would put out for an origin story. Yeah. Because, like, even though they said, like, Doctor Strange is going to turn it on its head, it wasn't really no. that much different than, like, yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah. Really. So, I was... it it I, I liked the... Almost, like, the political aspect that they put into this film that's yeah. absent or from... Or the cultural aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, that Like, too. they actually even... Inter- they introduced a completely different culture that no one... That none of us... As white dudes are like <laughs> pretty familiar with, right. like I, I like the whole uh, combination of like African culture with like the like the futuristic style of it. Mm-hmm. Like it was really cool. Like even like seeing like that dude with a big plate in his mouth. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like I look forward to seeing that guy every time because his suit <laughs> game always matched his oh plate game. Oh my god, it was the best. <laughs> like he he has to wake up with like his lip like. Out, like being like, what lip plate am I going to put in today? <laughs> he could spin a fucking record on that plate. No shit, man. That he can fucking huge. serve tea on that fucking thing. <laughs> but like, there was one scene where like, he's got like a mint green suit on or whatever. Yeah. And his lip plate, mint green, matches his whole shit. I'm like, Dude. this guy's fucking on point with all his shit. <laughs> the guy knows his shit. I just want to see more of this guy. <laughs> Get out of here, Bozeman. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but other than that, like I, I would recommend seeing Black Panther in the theaters. Um, I think you'll have a good time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Also, uh, before we go into spoilers, uh, the uh, 
the guy that plays Mbaku. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing so much like uh, Molly showed me this the other day. Like, I guess he's like turning into like this like Twitter phenomenon where just oh really women are talking about wanting to fuck him. <laughs> I think I saw a little nonstop. Bit about this. Like, yeah. I would not be surprised if he joins the Me Too movement because <laughs> oh, no. it's like ridiculous. <laughs> like every there's so many tweets about just like women talking about turning him out. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like Jesus Christ uh yeah <laughs> it's insane but he is great in this he's movie. good too yeah he's yeah. really good in this uh so w- would you recommend seeing the movie in oh the yeah I would yeah. definitely put this up there as like the top tier of like the Marvel films even though there's a few things that rub me the wrong way especially the thing in the last five minutes that I'll talk about later right uh yeah, this is, like, the strongest characters, the strongest villains. I'm really, a really interesting story altogether, like, actually seeing how, like, this culture comes together. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it was really, a really strong uh, addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for sure. I, I would agree. definitely put it up there as one of their best. Ooh, look out, JT. Yeah. Look out. All right, from here on out, it's going to be spoiler talk. Spoiler so plenty. So get the fuck out of here if you haven't seen it yet. If you haven't seen it, if you're not one of the people that so. have invested the $200 million in it already, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you were doing. Uh, <clears throat> so I do want to nitpick a few things in it. Okay. Uh, before that, oh, I want to, before I forget, that I wanted to get to the characters that they kind of changed around a little bit. Okay. Besides, like, his sister. Yeah. Mbaku. Um, plays a character in the books called Manape. Yeah. And they changed him Yeah, in order so it didn't come off like it was racially insensitive. Yeah. Smart idea. <laughs> but they incorporated it into, like, that sect of the Wakandan culture. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, in this, I liked how they actually broke up Wakanda, that the, all the tribes were... Yeah, apt at doing different things. Yeah, like it was essentially five tribes, but then Mbaku's tribe, like they're more primitive and live in the mountains because they don't really agree with what they're doing with the technology or something. Well, no, they were like, I can't remember exactly why they split off, but it was like when Wakanda was first being formed because of like the vibranium meteor that hit the earth. I thought it had something to do with that. And... Either they wanted to, like, share it with some people or like, the other people thought they should keep it to themselves. That might not be right. Regardless, four out of the five groups came together to form what is Wakanda. Yeah. And the fifth group, who M'Baku rules. Yeah. Now, anyway, because this happened, like, I guess, centuries ago. Yeah. They live secluded in the mountains and they have, like, an, uh, like an ape kind of totem yeah. where, like that's like their whole shtick like when they're coming in they're howling and shit like that yeah. and to make sure their presence is known and they're all like big huge guys oh yeah so and they have like you look at their i guess like colony that's like in this high up snowy i don't know where it is in africa where they have like snow capped mountains yeah but no shit. there's like this big gorilla holding up this like piece of this building or whatever yeah. so they incorporated the man ape into the movie without yeah. actually without saying he's it. a man ape. Yeah, without him being <laughs> in a big monkey suit where his face is the mouth. You know oh what my I mean? God, it's it was made in a different time, <laughs> man. 
Um, but mm-hmm. actually really liked his character a lot in this, which I've already said before, but yeah. like he comes back in it, which I totally thought went after he challenged to be like the Wakandan King yeah. and lost that I wouldn't, for whatever reason, I thought he was like out because you don't see him the rest of the movie yeah. until like the third act again. Well, if, if you see the trailer, his his uh, throne room is like that room with like all the shit, with, like the, the hanging birch. Or yeah, whatever. the hanging, yeah, the hanging like branches of stuff uh-huh. there. Like that's his throne room or whatever. And uh, yeah, he was really. I kind of want to go back and watch just for him because I remember watching it and I was thinking, yeah, he's pretty good. And then hearing all like these rave reviews for him afterwards, I'm like, oh shit, I wish I would have paid more attention. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I liked that even though he was in this group that doesn't necessarily get along with the rest of the Wakandans, he was still, like, when they came to him for help, he was like, yeah, of course. I'll yeah. Help you. Why, yeah. Why like, it's I? like, it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> it's like a guy that, like, doesn't like you too much, but it's like, well, it's for, I, I, I still have, I still live in Wakanda. Yeah. The enemy of the enemy is my friend. Pretty much. Kind of like yeah. a thing. Like, this so. dude's fucking shit up. I'll help you. Yeah. I don't like you, but I'll help you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I like that a lot. Um, and the other person that changed is actually Killmonger. They actually made him uh, a relative of Black Panther where he's not related in the books. Okay. But that was pretty much really the only thing. And they and they modernized him a little bit where he was like in like previous wars and shit like that. Yeah. Whereas like he's just a dude. <laughs> you know, like he's just a dude comics. that shows up and just challenges Black Panther. Yeah, pretty much. Shit. He's like the like Black Panther's three major villains in the books are all in this movie. <laughs> Man Ape is one of his major villains. Yeah. Killmonger and Ulysses Claw are all his three major <laughs> villains, and they're all in this movie to a certain villainous extent. Yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis is. Amazing in this, like he's yeah. not at all like how he is in the books. Because in the books, he's like an old red leotard with like a satellite dish on one of his hands to shoot his sonic blasts oh out my of. God. It does have sonic blast hand though? Yeah, with his weird rubbery prosthetic. Oh my god! I like <laughs> I it's so cheap shit. looking, but yeah. it like splits open and it looks yeah. all weird. I know, like it, yeah, like splits open and just has a cannon come out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I want to get into some of my nitpicks. So like. Vibranium is definitely like a MacGuffin in this. Yeah, it's the force in this in Star Wars now, where it's like because vibranium. <laughs> and so, like, I had a, a at least a decent thought of what it was when it was introduced earlier in like the Marvel yeah. cinematic. Like, it was the like, strongest metal on Earth. Yeah. Like, okay, that's what his mm-hmm. Captain America shield's made out of. Yeah. Like, in the books, it's got, like, weird properties where it absorbs all kinetic energy. Yeah. So, like, if... That's why Black Panther can move silently, because, like, the metal absorbs sound. Yeah. And so... And they kind of did that with his sneakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which never came back. Yeah. <laughs> so... I love that... The, I call them s- sneakers. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> that's why I'm like, okay. <laughs> so... They never come back, which I thought would have been, like, a plot point, because they made sure to, like... They just wanted to use it for a joke, and they didn't, like, bring it back or whatever. So, but they also, like, Vibranium apparently, like, heals wounds. Yeah, it's... Yeah, there's so much shit in here where, like, I can't even see... Like, how could they form all this technology from a metal? Yeah, I don't... And it, like... (laughs) 
powers some things. Yeah. Like, what the fuck does Vibranium do? Yeah. Like, I want, like, somebody to tell... Because in the book, or in the movie, they don't say what Vibranium does. They're just like, this Vibranium weave, or this Vibranium-powered object. Or I'm like, what does it do? Yeah. Give me this. So, one of my thoughts is, is that Vibranium co- Meteor is the last Infinity Stone. Oh. It's like this huge fucking infinity stone. Yeah. That landed on Earth. Is they, the is the last infinity stone purple? I they've changed them from whatever it is cuz okay. there's already kind of a purpley one like it's the power stone or whatever. Yeah. I mean they could change it to whatever color so it's not really a big deal, but the last one is the soul stone yeah. that they need to find. And I guarantee you it's in Wakanda. Yeah. Because I would Imagine that's why. That's why there's the a big, big battle fight there. In Infinity War yeah. or whatever. But I'm thinking it's that because like everything is like, even like the plant life is grown because of vibranium. Like yeah. those, the heart shaped herb is like that. Yep. And when you drink that, you kind of get like a glimpse into like your whoever else has drinking it like yeah. past black panthers yeah and they all come from a lineage which like if you have a soul it lives in this place so i'm thinking oh. like the vibraniums connected to the soul stone which makes it able to like talk to previous dead people oh shit so i'm just trying to put this all together here i mean that's a big ass rock to put in that glove bro you're blowing minds right now hey that's just a thought i had sorry if i blew your mind too hard keep listening yeah <laughs> But um, that's pretty much all I had to say about vibranium, I guess. <laughs> but other than that, it's like it's it's just like a MacGuffin that bothered me a lot because I'm like, you're just using it for everything now. Yeah, pretty much. So I was but like, like I, it was kind of yeah, rubbing I, me the wrong way. Yeah, I can see that, but I don't know. I kind of fell into it because it was it felt like a lot of the technology that was being uh, put together was also it wasn't just completely vibranium it was also based off of like his sister yeah. working with it right where like I can kind of see like if if vibranium has this sort of power to it she could find a way to man- like she's been working with it for so long that she's found a way to manipulate it yeah. into something that she can use yeah and some of the tech like maybe I'm just wrong here but like I thought some of the technology was so advanced that oh, yeah. it almost took me out of the movie that it's, like, just completely unbelievable. <laughs> like, for whatever reason, like, I don't like the fact that his suit comes out of his necklace. Mm-mm. That bothers the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, no, I was really, I was a big fan of, like, him just having the suit that he just had. Right. And I... Yeah, and, it, and it felt like really cheap ways of being, of, of them being able to just keep revealing his face like that whole right. marvel thing of like you got to keep showing the actor's face it's what we're paying for right yeah yeah he does so that it was like, cuz there's so many things especially near the end where where him and killmonger are fighting where they just like fucking pull back their their helm for no reason yeah. just to like they'll pull back their helm to look at them like oh my god yeah. and then put it back on I'll where you're like why yeah <laughs> Like, there's no reason to pull your fucking mask back at that certain point. Right. But it makes it easier because it's fucking whatever nanobot things that yeah. are, like, pulling your mask together. Yeah, I, I just, I couldn't <laughs> get into that. There, and there's a few other things, too, that, like, they're, 
like per- all purpose beads that they have. Oh my god. Those yeah, those are ridiculous. Like they just do every I don't mind if they were used as a communication device or whatever. Yeah. That's fine cuz it's like whatever the Apple Watches exist. Yeah. What's well, fine. But you eat like, it, it's a Flintstones vitamin too. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> gives you or like vitamin C for the day. S- they stuck it in somebody's back and it was just like, "Oh, he's fine now." I'm like, "Why the fuck does that work?" Well, it, was, it kept him stable. Oh, sure. <laughs> Um, and there was something else now I just can't remember. But yeah, there's like, a lot of because vibranium type scenarios in here where you're like, mm, yeah, okay. And <laughs> I, I know I made this um, point on like a way early show because it's like the feelings I've always had towards Black Panther is like if they're so advanced, then why do they still have like ritualistic, like almost like primitive like rituals that they do. I think that's more of a culture thing. But okay, th- for example, and yeah. I wasn't the only one to like I'm not the only one to point this yeah. out, but like so they have like all this super advanced technology and mm-hmm. they're they're willing to give everything to each other or whatever, but the in order to become the Black Panther, you need to beat somebody to death. Well, like, I think that's like not very advanced. Well, no, I think that's <laughs> more of the idea of an isolationist society. Because they're so isolationist, that's what they've done throughout the years. Like, until you invite other cultures in, you're going to keep doing what you've been doing for thousands of years. Okay. I can see that. Cause that's what I kind of garnered from cause it. Because T'Chaka would have been the first one in a long time to actually come out of Wakanda to try yeah, to, like... Cause he was the, yeah, because okay. he was the first one to really come out you and talk to... turned me around the, on that one. Okay. okay that's yeah. fine. That's fine. And I was against, like... If you have, like, all these, you have to have technology so great in order to even mine this vibranium because it's, like, impossible to mine, yeah. essentially. That, But people are still throwing spears around. Like, why wouldn't you have a gun? <laughs> but then there's that awesome scene in Korea, South Korea, yeah. where, um, I can't remember her name, but she throws a spear through the car. It sticks in the ground. And that car smashes Jesus into that Christ, that's stops badass. it on a dime. I I'm like. I want to try. Fuck and, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I, I like find that. this name. I'm all into that now. It's a Dene Guerra's character, right? Yeah. Okoye. Yeah, that could be right. I'm not yeah. sure. She's like the head of like his bodyguards, yeah. head of security or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she was fucking hot in this too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Also good. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I mentioned about the fight scenes and the action scenes a little bit. I wasn't a huge fan of them. Like they weren't the best ones. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't that great. I did like the, I did like uh, Okoye's fight in the casino though. The casino is the only one. The action that one scene was that I was cool. really into. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then the car chase afterwards is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really like that. Other than that, like I thought, like even the fights. Killmonger's fight with Black Panther I wasn't really into when they were trying to like he was trying to overthrow the the crown essentially yeah like I just felt like it was so much splashing water and it was filmed like kind of close I'm like I want to see like the physical aspect of this yeah nothing really especially for it being a fight where Killmonger was like legitimately beating the fuck out of him I would have liked more of that where it looked like he had him like near death right and I, and like, I didn't get a whole lot of yeah. it. Like, the, the subject, that subject that I always beat to death, fucking Nobu, 
and Daredevil. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> from Daredevil season one. Real stakes. Something like that, where it's like it looks like he's gonna legit kill T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, like that that would have really hit it home. Yeah. Um. Even the last big action scene, I wasn't really all that into either. Because now there's like vibranium rhinos, Troy. Well, that <laughs> and like the whole Black Panther on Black Panther fight, like down in the mines. Yeah, like the CG in this, so, I don't yeah. think was up to par. I don't. Yeah, like the CG was not that good, and I could look past that, but it made everyone look so weightless and rubbery. Yeah, like I couldn't really. Like that's the one thing. Like if they could have found a way to make it seem like people were getting like. Like, it felt like gravity still existed. Yes. <laughs> like, I would have been more into it, but, yeah, there was some stuff, especially at the end with, like, the CG, where I was like, I just, I don't mind if it looks kind of fake. I just want it to, I just want, like, some of the movements and some of the impact to feel more real. Yeah. And I I would have accepted that, too, if that was the case. But, like, we've had Spider-Man movies where he feels like he's actually there and he's completely yeah. CG. Like yeah. in Civil War, like his whole suit and shit was CG. Yeah. But it felt like he actually had weight on him. Yeah. Especially when he went all CG, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, he didn't look rubbery or yeah. whatever. And in, Home- in Homecoming, he had some pretty sweet action scenes too. Yeah. And I never complained about it there. So, yeah. like, I. And, like, just looking at, like, Thanos from the trailers of Infinity War. And, yeah. like, how good that looks. Yeah. Black Panther has no excuse for looking yeah. as kind of shoddy as it does in a few places. Yeah. So, there's that. I don't know. My one also big nitpick, too. Oh, shit. Is the f- almost first act of the movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> because I thought it meanders a lot. Yeah. To the point where I was like, it needs to start going here pretty soon. <laughs> because I wasn't really into the movie until Killmonger takes the throne. Really? Right. I was fine with it. I'm like, this is okay, but I'm not really loving it. Yeah. And then Killmonger took the throne. It was like a little bit, the lead up, a little bit lead up into it where you find out like he's actually lineage from the, he should have been the, the next king of Wakanda. Yeah. But he ended up being like fucked out of it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this is really interesting. It's like yeah. a whole, like, it's pretty Shakespearean. Yeah. And, like, how, uh-huh. like, bloodlines and lineage, all that, and I should be the rightful king and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And I, I like that. Mm-hmm. And when he became the ruler of Wakanda, I was like, holy shit, like, they're, they're really doing this. And yeah. I was like, okay. And the whole second act, I'm like, I really like this, because now mm-hmm. he's like... He's got the whole Wakanda on his side because now they just have to take his word for it. And he's like, I'm going to shake things up. And then when they said, like, he, this is what he does. This is what he's been trained to do. Come in at, like, a time of change of power and yeah. fuck up their whole infrastructure. That's yeah. what he know, is oh, yeah, going like to do. He's, he's a perfect, and I'm like, perfect for it. I fucking love this aspect <laughs> of it. But that whole first third of the movie, I just really couldn't get into yeah it, it definitely felt like it was kind of split into two parts where the beginning was kind of like your run-of-the-mill like we're setting up this character and then we're setting up this villain as claw 
Yeah. And then it's like, I've heard a lot of people compare it to like uh, James, like the first act of James Bond films, where okay. it's like you introduce like the secret agent, and then you introduce like his first mission. Yeah. And that's kind of like what the whole first act of this is. Yeah, yeah. Which I can of. see, and it's, it's... It's trying to do a lot in its first act. Oh, it's yeah. Like establishing what Wakanda is, you have to go backstory yep. of, like, the Black Panthers, introduce yeah. all your villains, your side-supporting characters. Yeah. It, so you're doing a lot, I get it, but I just didn't feel like it did it very well. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it felt like a movie that was, like, it was given this opportunity and it got way too excited, where it's like, it wanted to do so much. Yeah, because it did all this stuff and I really didn't take away anything from it. Like, yeah. I still am like, well, what does Vibranium do? I want to see more of Wakanda. Because you only really see two places. You see, like, that tech room, and you see that one street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And you see, like, uh, like uh, a rhino cages outside on the outer, like, limits oh, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. And I was able to pull a- enough, like, they can't, like... They they can't do like a lifestyles of the rich and famous type thing of no, this. No, I know like, that, but like here's this place in Wakanda. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I wanted to see more of Wakanda. I guess. Yeah. I Whereas was... I didn't really need to see more of Asgard. I'm like I get Asgard. Yeah. Like I I I could see what they were going. Like they can't. There's only so much of a budget they can get. I know that they want and they still want to tell the story. So it was like because a, a lot of Wakanda was kind of like. It was a lot of, like, far away shots, and then it was, like, really close-up shots when they were, like, around the city. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, I can kind of see what you're doing now. <laughs> like, you don't want to, like, <laughs> spend your entire budget on these these big sweeping, like, uh, journeys through the city. Like, yeah. you kind of want to, you want to tell your story without, uh, like, throwing your entire yeah, budget into these, like, yeah. So I could see what they were doing there, but I, I got enough from, like, what they were doing to kind of put together like, okay, so Wakanda's it's super technologically advanced. And now you're throwing these small things in here to try and give me an idea of how life in Wakanda works. Yeah. Like it's not the entire, entire idea, but it's a little bit enough where I can kind of put it together. Sure. I still hold my opinion. Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. But I like the idea of like, like there's still like those tribes on the outside, like still trying to hold like the, like the uh uh, the illusion where it's like yeah, see yeah. we're just sheep farmers. Yeah, I wonder if they cycle out like weekly or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like can we live in the city for a little bit? Yeah. Now it's, it's the guy from Get Out's turn to go sit in the <laughs> in the cool room in the in the city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm done cleaning up rhino shit for this week. <laughs> can I please go in? Uh, uh, what was your, uh, nitpick or do you want to save it? Are we building up to it? Um, well, I can, I can say it right now. So, uh, when we left the theater, Molly was singing the praises. She loved almost all of it. Like how, like there's super strong female characters in it and Uh like the culture and everything they presented until the last five minutes. And she said that. She never read the books of the Black Panther, sure. but she watched like an Avengers TV show uh-huh. that had the Black Panther in it, and she talked about how the the biggest aspect of the Black Panther was that he only really revealed himself when Wakanda was in danger. 
And she felt like in the last five minutes in this, with him going out there and being like, hey, look at us. We got all this technology. We're helping the community. Like, as noble as it was, it still puts his country in a lot of danger. Yeah. Especially with him being a vital character in Civil War, (laughs) where the entire world, or the whole plot of that film was the entire world being like, you have too much power. We're stepping in and taking over. Yeah. With him seeing that and then going out into the world in the end of this and being like, look at us. Look at all this cool technology we have. And him being naive enough to, to think that no one's going to step in and try and take this from me. It's It kind of ruins the character of Black Panther for me a little bit. Because I, I had that same thought. But I don't... I really think, though, that he's... He's not going out there being as naive as what you just stated. I think he knows the outcome of like his actions, what they could be. They could turn negative, but he's trying to put an optimistic turn on them. It's like, we shouldn't just be living for ourselves if we can help others, which I'm like, I get that. But in my brain, I'm also like, I know... Oh, what did they call, like, white dudes in this? Colonizers? Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I know that other colonizers would want what they have. Yeah. And it would, they, he would almost be, people would be turned against Wakanda and be like, you have all this shit not sharing? Yeah. Like, I want a piece of that, too. So, like, I'm pretty sure, like, as a character, he would know that that would be an outcome and that Wakanda would be able to still hold its own. But... It's the whole world against a little sovereign nation. Yeah. So it's hard to say. <laughs> like, like, that's the only thing that I have against it. Like, I I would have liked this a lot more if... Because it pretty much... It ends up with him shitting all over his dad, too. Like, he even does that shit where he's like, you held, you held all this back for so long. Like, it's... Like, he doesn't even respect, like, what his dad was trying to... To, uh... Keep. Where it was like, well... We're what kind... Like... The idea of people moving in and actually taking over, like, Uh he never really kept that in consideration. He just, the minute Killmonger shows up and he sees how the fact that they've never stood up for people like him has fucked him up to this level, it just changes him to an aspect where he's willing to shit all over his family and his country just to make up for that one guy. Yeah. Like, I would have liked this a lot more if it was like, we can help the people, but we don't have to do it in the name of Wakanda. We can do it in the name of just being decent human beings. Like, yeah. let's put the te- technology out there, but not be like, it's me doing it. Just kind of do it anonymously. Like, helping like uh, like people that can't help themselves in a very anonymous way. and So it, you can still maintain the mystique of the Black Panther without putting yourself out there like, Iron Man. Like, this sure. felt like the end of Iron Man to me. Yeah. With him coming in you in and be like, I'm the Black Panther. Yeah. I was I was just waiting for, like, that, like, fucking credit scene to be like, I'm the Black Panther. And then it goes into... <laughs> like, that's what uh, it felt like to it, me. Yeah. And, yeah but yeah. the Black Panther's not a Tony Stark character. He seems like more of a, I want to do what's best for the world and my country. And... Putting yourself out there in that way is not what's best for your country. Especially if you put it in the same realm as Civil War, where 
the whole aspect of that was these people have too much power. We need to step in and show them who's boss. Yeah. And with him seeing that too. Yeah. 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 I don't I I don't disagree <laughs> with you. Like that's the one main gripe I have with it. Like I, I feel like throughout, like, he seems like a very He's a very methodical king yeah, that's pretty level headed. Yeah, level headed, like listening to other people's advice and taking that in consideration. But up to that point, it just seems like he takes a really drastic measure of just throwing his country's shit out there for everyone to see and then being like, it's all going to work out. Yeah. It's at like, the no, end, no, <laughs> it's not going to work end, out. Uh, where they, they're on, back in Oakland on that basketball court and like he says, I bought that building. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that one and that one and that yeah. one and i thought uh, i don't what do you make it like a wakandan embassy or a home yeah. for yeah. something yeah. essentially um i was like okay that's that's pretty cool like just having an embassy in the united states that'd be yeah. all right but then it, it didn't turn out to be like it's like i i was hoping he would just be like well wakanda can still have the cool shit i'm just going to trickle a little things in here to show like wakanda can help with the world in this aspect or whatever yeah. and maybe that's what they'll still do i'm not sure but that un thing like i was surprised that people still were like well, you're just like lowly cattle farmers or whatever yeah. i'm like didn't you see like black panther in south korea with all those people's <laughs> cell phones are out or whatever <laughs> like it's the fucking 21st century well, they don't. They're. I don't think people know that Black Panther is connected to Wakanda, though. I guess. I guess so. But anyway, like it did. Now that you say it, it was pretty Iron Man, even though he didn't come out and say like. Yeah, but it ends Black with them Panther. being like, "Aren't you guys just sheep farmers?" Then he like smiles, and then it cuts where it's like, "Oh my god, that's so Iron Man!" Like he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be like, "Well, I'm Black Panther, bitch, and I got all this shit on me," <laughs> and then just like has his. All this fucking technology rolling in. Check this shit out. Sneakers. Can't hear me. <laughs> Necklace. Suit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just... Like, uh, like how Molly always puts it, like, in that Avengers show that she used to watch. It was all about, like, the Avengers would be in trouble, and then it'd go to Black Panther, and he'd be like, I'm just going to wait until it, like, affects Wakanda and my country, because that's... Like, my people are my number one priority. Yeah. So I think, like, it'd be even better if it was, like, Infinity War... And then once that shit happens, then that's when he outs himself as Black Panther. Mm. Because when it fucks the world, it fucks Wakanda. And then he moves in. Yeah. But I I, I think, especially with this, like they didn't want to take a stance where like they could have people be like, of course he's not going to help us. Of course this, this black guy is not going to help us. <laughs> like that's what they do. And. I don't know. Like I've I've heard arguments where people put it in a way where it's like I can see what he was trying to do, because like I heard an argument for it where uh, like it was uh, Ryan Coogler trying to uh, put it out there where it's like uh, black celebrities try and put themselves out there as like hey I'm being successful to be inspirational to other black people. Yeah. But then all they really do is like dress up and like giant thousand dollar fur coats and go to the super bowl right and like fucking drink a bunch of shit and like throw money like it's fucking water right 
when they don't really like invest in the communities. Right. And they want to do that in here where they show like a very successful black person investing in a community. Yeah. Like I can see that. And I I get behind that and I can see what their message is, but in terms of the story of the Marvel universe with a character seeing what happens when you put your your strengths out there and how people can kind of latch onto that and invest and like be like you shouldn't have all that. We should have all that. You should probably and share that with all of us and yeah. turn that into a situation where you have none of that and now we have all of it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really work. Like if this if Black Panther was on a movie that stood by itself, I would have liked that ending. But they've introduced the situation where it is in enough in real life where you can see that people are really weighing the decisions of what how much power is too much power. Yeah. That original mid-credits, or that mid-credits thing where he's in the UN was going to be the original ending. Really? Yeah. That's what I read anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, that would be very Iron Man-ish. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where it's the exact same ending, essentially. Yeah, yep. Um, what uh, do you think about the end credits scene? I mean, the mid-credits one we've already been talking about. Yeah. The, the end one was almost nothing. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Oh yeah, Bucky's here. Is, I forgot. Is, is White Wolf like a thing? Yeah, mm. but it's just like a a name that they threw out there. Like White Wolf is like another character, but it's just a shit like <laughs> it's just a shit like it's a shit D level like character or whatever. They never called like Buck Bucky that at all. So yeah. I thought he would have a sweet arm by now, but just limbless. They gotta they gotta get that they gotta American it up. Is gonna probably be the next Captain America. That's true, but I mean, I I just figured like they would introduce like his new metal arm in this one, so they didn't have to like go and do that in Infinity War or whatever. Be like, oh yeah, at the end of Black Panther, you got to see his sweet they gotta wait for arm. The, they gotta wait for the big reveal, dude. I guess I would have been revealing this. You got to wait till the end of the credits <laughs> and see this cool, sweet thing instead of just a one-armed man standing by a lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, we like we were waiting for the credit sequences, and she's like, oh, "It's the same thing every time. The first one makes you smirk, and then the second one is something you don't even know what they're talking about <laughs> until the next movie." And I was like, "No, it isn't." And then, sure enough, yeah, like the the first one was something. I was like, "Huh?" Then the next one is what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and and the fact that. I I mean I talked about this a little bit on my podcast with Chelsea, but we sat by right in front of like an old couple that oh, was yeah. like going on about like <laughs> everything they didn't understand in the movie, and so like during the whole credits scene or the whole credits, they were like, they pay all these people, <laughs> and like, oh my god, this this credits are about as long as the movie was, and like. Shit, like, they would, like, talk about totally blatant things that were happening in the movie that they're spelling out for you, essentially. Like, it, I talked to the one about, uh, with Chelsea, how they uh, eventually, like, find out that Killmonger is the cousin yeah. to Black Panther. But they don't necessarily come out and say that. They go the long way around and be like, oh, his dad was... His or his brother or whatever, and I was his son, so that means I'm your, I'm I'm blood to you. And they'd be like, "Oh, that's his cousin. Oh, it's his cousin. Oh, okay, okay." And I'm like, "No shit! 
That's how fucking family trees work. And then I don't get that shit when like because you talked about how like the theater was completely empty and they just sat right next to you. I've had that shit so many fucking times. Yeah. Where well, it's like, I mean, they we're just taking sit the right... middle. So, but I've had times where I've tried to sit out of the way and I've still have people sit close to me where I'm like. <laughs> the fuck's your problem dude there's a big fucking room go sit somewhere else stupid piece of shit there's another one too that made me laugh like a lot to myself where killmonger he takes like that heart-shaped herb and becomes like super powerful or whatever because now he's a black panther and shit now he's like burn it all down burn the rest of it down and then uh I think it's Shiri who takes the last one. Somebody takes, like, one before it burns out. Yeah. And then later on, they offer it to M'Baku. Yeah. And behind me, it's like, the guy's like, that's the last one. <laughs> it's like, no shit it is, you old fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and also, when we were watching the cr- the opening trailers, they show the Venom trailer again, right? Oh, and obviously God. this guy has no idea what it yeah. is. And so it ends up being like Tom Hardy <laughs> doing whatever. <laughs> and it shows like the Venom up. face and then it turns into a V and he's like, V? V? <laughs> 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 I'm just, I was just like shaking my head like, oh my God, old man. <laughs> and then it turns into Venom and his wife was like, Venom? What? <laughs> I'm like, why are you in this movie? <laughs> Dude, old, that's, what old, that's like, I'm looking forward to that the most. I want to be 60 and go to shit and not even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. And then Chelsea, she brought up the point where it's like, he probably went to go see it so he can talk to his grandson how he saw the new Black Panther. Yeah. And I was like, but he wouldn't remember what the title is. He'd be like, hey, I saw that uh, new movie, uh, Dark Tiger or whatever. <laughs> it's pretty uh, pretty good. I didn't get it, but it was yeah. pretty good, I there guess. There was some stuff where they were drinking flowers <laughs> and they are getting all veiny and f- I don't know. Yeah. His cousin was in I it. I don't know. Uh, you, you ask me, those guys get kind of uppity every once in a while. <laughs> Grandpa, Jesus Christ! Uh, what I'm just saying. Uh, call me old-fashioned, but I uh, I don't think they uh, those kind of guys actually uh, act too well. So, Grandpa, Jesus Christ, Grandpa, shut! Quit saying racist shit. Uh, you know, it's just I'm just saying. I'm a product of the times. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. You call me old-fashioned. That, see that V movie? Huh? Yeah. Oh, what's that V thing? <laughs> the son explains to me, like, I don't understand. Uh, well, you know. I don't get it. <laughs> anyway, Black Panther. I, I think those are all my notes that I have on this. Um, But I do feel like uh, the second act, to, for me, was very strong. Yeah. And Killmonger was great. Uh, Andy Serkis was great. All the supporting cast was great. I just felt like the first chunk of it kind of meandered a bit. It definitely ramped up on the second act. Yeah. And then I think it kind of down in the third act, it kind of just turned into like a punch, 
punch yeah. fight. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I knew it was going to be like a big battle at the end. Yeah, that's what all these Marvel films turn into. And I wasn't like a huge fan of it. It just, the action wasn't as great as I hoped. So I was like, ah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. What, anything else before we get like a final grade on it? I don't know. Like, I thought... Like I said before, like, I thought all the all the characters out around Black Panther were probably the strongest I've seen than in like usual Marvel films. Yeah. Like uh like all of like the like like the guard around him yeah. and like his uh girlfriend played by Lupita Nyong'o. I don't can never remember her name in the film. And I already lost IMDb. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, but yeah, uh, Nakia, like his, is, like that, like their relationship was really interesting to watch. Like, uh, uh, Denai Guerra playing Okeo was really good. Yeah. Just like everyone around him was really good. And even, uh, his younger sister I thought was really yeah. well done. Like she was actually kind of out of with everyone acting so stern and being so serious. She was the one that kind of like threw some comic relief in there every once in a while. Yeah. And uh, she's also from that episode of Black Mirror that we hated. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, somebody else to that, too. And then I couldn't remember what episode it was. Like, I must have already pushed it out of my mind. It was the, it was the Black uh, Museum. She oh, was the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was the yep. the one with the with the car. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> the girl. Yeah. But no, like, she was amazing in it. And, uh, yeah, like I, like, I just liked that they would actually put out like the uh like all of the uh people's god damn it i can't think of it but like all of their uh like what they're you can see why everyone is doing what they're doing pretty much yeah oh yeah everybody's motivation motivations yeah that's a, that's a word that i can't remember <laughs> yeah all their motivations you can you, they lay them out for you where you can see why they're doing what they're doing even like i've heard like uh People like shitting all over uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, uh, but I can see turn so quick. Yeah, but I can see what he's doing it because it's like all I can see is like he's just pretty much just a person that lives in Wakanda. Yeah, and he comes up and asks like his leader, like, "Hey, did you do what I asked you to do?" No. All right. Yeah, I was. To- <laughs> I didn't. That didn't bother me at all. Like yeah. how he turned face so quick because he or guess turn heel so quick. oh jesus look out, <laughs> look <Wrestling> out. <laughs> but uh yeah he was like killmonger gave him what he wanted right away yeah when he asked black panther to do it and his dad to do it like a bunch more times and it never happened yeah so yeah he finally got something he wanted so like yeah fuck yeah i'll follow you yeah like you this guy shows up and the first thing he does is does exactly what he asked for his entire life and it happened so it's like well fuck this guy's probably on my side right He's a go-getter. Yeah, and I also like how they kind of like they kind of form Killmonger as like a black Hitler. Yeah. Where like he comes in and he's like, "Let's just fucking kill all the white people." <laughs> like, <Whoa>. shit. <laughs> too strong. You're coming on too yeah. strong. <laughs> but then like you 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 are coming from an isolationist society like this, like G- Germany was kind of like that back in uh, World War Two era when it was like you had all these people coming in shitting all over you like pretty much they put the entire bill of world war one on germany yeah so then they're fucked and then you have someone coming in being like hey 
you know, you don't have to be fucked like this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we don't have to be fucked like this. You're a pretty smart guy. <laughs> and then from there, that's pretty much all you need to be to be a fucking dictator. Well, yeah, there you have Find it. a country that's getting shit on and tell them you don't need to be shit on anymore. Yeah. It's too bad, though, that they got rid of, like, two good villains. And they, yeah. They had to kill them. But it's fucking, it's Marvel. I know. Marvel like, can fucking. You would think by now, though, it's like, we got something good. Keep them around. Yeah. Like, I mean, even but, though, like, they gave a good reason why Killmonger died yeah. at the end. He's like, my ancestors, I would rather die so I don't end up chained like my ancestors did. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. That's yeah. fucking heavy shit. But you see what Marvel, like, they've done that with Loki, and Loki's kind of, like, Loki was kind of grating on me in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's why I need, like, somebody new. Like, don't, like, kill, uh, but I'd rather Killmonger, them... um, Claw. Like, yeah. they didn't need to, like, totally get rid of him. Did they, wait, did he die in that? Oh, yeah, he did, he's dead. Oh, yeah, that's, he got, that's like, the only reason they got God, him to Wakanda. God, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. Fuck me, right? <laughs> Can't remember shit from a movie? Yeah, fuck me. Okay, anyway, because he's like that, he was like that cackling comical villain. Yeah. That could show up in just another movie yeah. just for a little minute and be like, I fucking love when he shows up. <laughs> and now he can't because he's fucking black bag. He's too busy making Mowgli. Well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> It's just too bad. No, but I can see why Marvel does what they do because it's just like I'm, I'm seeing, especially with Loki, where it's like you can feel how grating a villain can get when they try and like squeeze every drop of whatever out of them. Like Loki was at one point, Loki was like their most charismatic best villain, and now it's gotten to a point where it's like now he's Thor's bitch, and you're just <laughs> like, oh man, I'm. Like, especially in Thor Ragnarok, I was way over low-key. Yeah. Well, check him out. He's coming out in Infinity War. Yeah, so well, we'll see check there. Him out sometime. Hopefully he's more low-key than being like, Thor, <laughs> why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, well, that's pretty much all I got to say about a Black Panther, I believe. Yeah. So what would you give its final score? Like, end-all, be-all score. I thought it was very strong. I really, I love... Almost all the characters, but because of the motivations at the end that kind of rub me the wrong way, I'm gonna give it a a solid B plus. Okay, I um because I really only dug really dug the second act, and like some of the parts weren't up to snuff. I guess of like other Marvel movies, even I might give this like a B minus racist a high B minus <laughs> but I it, I don't think it's like the best Marvel movie yeah it's like I I think it's praise is a little overblown oh shit like I know I know it does a, a lot of great things for people that aren't us yeah and I get it and I respect yeah. that and yeah. it's not gonna change that fact either yeah, yeah. I just think as a movie, I don't think it does things as well as other movies, especially even like in this franchise. Not Fair especially enough. in this franchise, but like just in this franchise or whatever. I, I I really enjoyed like the just on the character basis alone is what makes gives me like the higher grade that it does because yeah. I feel like especially with a lot of Marvel films they 
put a lot of characters in the in the spotlight and everything else around it just kind of falls off to the wayside where it could just be whatever. But in this, they pull, put enough characters in the forefront that feel like real characters and you can they have like real motivations i remember the word that time thank you they they have a lot of real <laughs> motivations that it feels like a like a fleshed out story as opposed to just that you're following this guy you're following this guy you're following this guy and you're following this guy everyone else does not matter yeah like it, like wakanda itself felt like a fleshed out world to me uh, i needed more i think yeah yeah I mean, I, I, I dug that it kind of gave a reason on why they're they're hidden, and it gives the reason how they're hidden. Yeah. But, like, once you get in, I wanted to know more. Uh, what the characters it presented to me. Like, not in terms of, like, the environment, but the, the characters it presented to me in terms of how the country works. Yeah. I was, I was satisfied with that. All right. Very good, JT. Very good. All right. Besides Black Panther, though, yeah, been in anything else? Been dipping your toes in anything else? Um, I went back and watched Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Oh yeah, I went back and watched it, and uh, it mildly holds up. Okay, there are some scenes that still made me laugh, but there are some there's some stuff in there where like Jim Carrey's very grating. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, like I was on board and then he would just keep like it's like one of those like those guys where like they celebrate like doing something and you're like yeah you did that and then they keep going and you're like all right yeah you mean a man who talks with his ass <laughs> but even that's not wasn't too terrible <laughs> okay, in it all right. but it was like it was like scenes where like because they actually give him like scenes that are like legit funny where like he'll get one up on somebody that's trying to like fucking like bring him down and it's like oh my god he got him that's hilarious and then he'll keep going to the point where he, be, where he just keeps saying <laughs> and you're just like oh my dude you're the worst winner <laughs> you're the worst yeah like you've heard of like sore losers he's like a sore winner but he's like a uh, yeah yeah <laughs> He's like he's like a bubonic winner. Where like oh if he gets one up on somebody, he rubs it in in a way where it's like now you're you've gone back to idiot. Now you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't fuck like yeah, sure you got one up on this guy, but now you've degraded down to borderline autistic stupid fuck. Like you're I can't even get in. Idiot. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then like and then they have, they put him in scenarios where he's like getting laid by like Courtney Cox and shit. Where it's like, who would sleep with you? You're the most annoying fucking person. I don't know, man. That was an it's a '90s man. It was a different it was time. A different time. <laughs> <laughs> but there was some fun stuff in there, and like the actual story is actually pretty compelling. With Finkel like being Einhorn. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually kind of it was actually kind of cool how they laid it out. Yeah. Especially when he goes and meets his parents, like. And she, like, puts, like, those cookies out where it's, like, laces out. <laughs> like, makes those football cookies. And then she, like, walks into, and then, like, Ace walks into his room and it's, just, like, all, like, laces out and fuck Marino and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. there's some good yeah. shit in there, but it's yeah. just some of the stuff Ace Ventura himself does. I'm just, like, Jesus Christ, fucking end this. <laughs> sure. 
but go ahead and check out Ace Ventura again. It's <laughs> not right. it's it's not terrible. All right. I thought it was gonna suck when I went went back into it, but there's some good stuff in there. Did, is the second one up too? Yeah. Okay. I thought I I do remember the second one being better, but I haven't went back and watched that either. I don't remember anything of the second one except it comes out of a rhino's asshole. <laughs> That's the only thing I can remember. Oof. And I think they do an opening of like a cliffhanger ripoff. Yeah, where the raccoon dies, which I'm pretty sure that made me cry as a kid watching it. <laughs> you wuss. I was. I was a fucking wuss. Uh anything else besides um, Ace Ventura. I got cut up with uh, HBO's second season of Crashing. Oh yeah, and it's really good this season. I'm really digging it. I think it's better than this first one. Good deal. I want how many episodes they have of that? Uh, they're up to s- episode six. Oh shit! It's been out a while. Then. Yeah, but they're getting more into his stand-up career. Yeah, and. Uh, more out of his religious career. <laughs> sure. And uh, I'm digging it a lot more. Like, they uh, they especially present a lot of situations where he makes it really awkward because he he was so separated from, like, a lifestyle like this. Uh-huh. Like, he'll just do shit where, uh, I don't know, like, he'll just, like, he's just so socially awkward. Uh-huh. Like, he has a one-night stand at one point, and then the girl's like, okay, well, um... You can go whenever, but just lock the door behind you. And he's like, oh, I can go whenever? So then, like, he goes into her kitchen and, like, makes food for himself. <laughs> and then, like, he uh, he fucking, like, he, like, makes, like, a lasagna for himself. And then, like, takes, like, the fucking uh, thing and puts it on her glass coffee table. And it cracks. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. So then he, like, sets it aside and then waits for her to come home so he can tell her that he cracked it. And she's like... What are you still doing in my house? <laughs> like, it's shit like that. We're like, I'm watching it. I'm like, this is awkward. This is awkward. This is awkward. Just just leave. Leave. I feel I like, like it's just situations where like you feel awkward for him because you know what's going to happen, but he doesn't know. <laughs> but it's good. Like they, they even like uh, show different comedy scenes. Like there's an episode where he discovers like the alternative comedy scene uh-huh. where it's like uh like they put it really like they really put it really uh uh the best where he meets up with like uh who are those twins that do stand up like those two like black dudes that do like they're like twins but they do stand up oh i don't know they do like a they do like a cameo in it and he runs into him and he talks about how he always goes to like the boston to do stand up and shit and uh-huh. he's like oh like that club He's like, yeah, yeah. Like, you guys want to come and do like some, do like a set there. And he's like, well, there's. I feel like there's two different kinds of comedians. There's the comedians that called someone a fag in high school, and then there's the comedians that got called a fag in high school, and we're more the latter. <laughs> so then they that so then they like get him like into like the alternative where an alternative comedy scene where like he goes to like there's he goes. A legit to like a club called the apartment that's an apartment <laughs> like it's so fucking hipster it's hilarious but no like the i feel like the second season of crashing i think they're only halfway into their season right now and it's i think it's way better than their first season so far all right right on Artie Langback. yeah they even their last episode they did with Artie is probably their i think their best one yet where they kind of go really in-depth into, like, kind of what he was like when he was an addict. Okay. 
Because it's... The thing is, like, the best portrayal of, like, someone who is going through, like, a drug addiction mm-hmm. that I've seen in, like, in a, in a TV show. Cool. Because I listened to uh, Comedy Bang Bang did an episode this past week where they talked to uh, Harris Whittle's sister. Yeah. And it was, like... They, like the first interview that they did, like they usually do, where they just it's just like Scott and like the guest, uh-huh. like it was like one of the more like their more deeper conversations. Oh, really? Like I thought it was really well done. I didn't listen to that. Where one. like they go in depth into like Harris, like because he he got I guess I didn't I didn't know this, but he got really into the pain pills. Oh, okay. And then that's what got him onto heroin, and then he was oh, like shit. way out, and then that's what kind of led to him kind of committing suicide and like they go really in depth into that and it's like seeing that like hearing that and then like they didn't that episode of crashing where they talk where uh with like uh arty where they kind of like show the exact same thing where like he's kind of showing that he's like way better than what he really is and then like you kind of stumble into what he really is and you're like holy fuck you're super fucked up <laughs> and then like you try and help them but then they don't they don't want your help so they push you away like it's it was a really fucking good episode good deal i'm gonna have to binge it here yeah pretty soon crashing's really it's really good this season i highly suggest it awesome i liked last season too so yeah and it's only getting better this season solid um that's that it? it that's that, it great um i got through that first tome of fear agent I only have to yeah. read one more and then a few more books by. Is it? It sounds like a more work than. Uh... <laughs> by now, I have to have it done before March twelfth. Okay. So now it's a set in stone. Oh, uh, that's when we're recording. So. Uh... I still need to listen to that Neonomicon review. It's I up. can't wait. I can't wait. It's up and ready to go. I need to. I. I keep. That's one of those things where I. I keep forgetting about it, and then I think about it like. Oh, um also i had a three-day weekend this last weekend oh shit and because i've been watching a lot of great british bake-off i was in the mood to make something and so like i got it in my head that i was gonna make learn how to make english muffins yeah and i failed two days in a (laughs) row Making goddamn English muffins, and it pissed me off for the whole day. Like, it set me off for a good chunk of the beginning of my day, both days, until I finally got it on Monday, where I made a recipe that worked. The first day, the recipe I used had to use way too much flour. Yeah. Because the dough was supposed to be kind of wet and sticky, Mm -hmm. and mine was a hard brick. So I immediately threw it in the trash. The next day, I cleaned up everything, went back and tried to do it again, and I accidentally used salt instead of sugar. Oh, no. Because Chelsea put a jar of salt next to the jar of flour on the counter, and nobody does that. You put a jar of sugar next to the jar of flour on the counter, and you put salt in a shaker. Oh, shit. So I fucked that all up. <laughs> so that turned into a hot, salty... It didn't even rise because it was so salty. It just fucking laid there like a lump, so I threw that shit away. Then the next morning, I cleaned up whatever, did it again, ended up going off without a hitch. They might be a little 
dense and doughy. I should have let them rise again and All proof right. again. Fair enough. But uh, made a lot for just a few bucks. I'm curious. Maybe like two or three dollars total worth of ingredients. Shit. I made 20 English muffins. Wow. So look out, Take that shit to the farmer's market. I will maybe once I perfect the recipe. I know. I want them to be a little lighter and and whatever. I know so. Molly Pop's been talking about like getting into baking, baking and start putting some stuff out the farmer's market and see if she can make a few bucks. There you go. Make a few bucks, man. There you go. That's all you gotta do. So needless to say, I've been having a lot of English muffins because I want to eat them before they go bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have just a bag of 20 muffins that I need to eat. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all I've been into. Muffins and muffins and fear agent. Muff, muffins and fear agent. <laughs> That's it. It's great. Fear agents, uh, pretty good so far. Really, it's kind of bleak, and the main character Heath Houston is like a man, like a man. Double man. H, as yeah, opposed to Triple H. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's kind of like Jesse Custer a little bit. Okay. Whereas, like, he's a man's man who knows that what he's got to do is the right thing. But the only thing in this is, like, it's a little more dour and where he's, like, more self-destructive yeah. than Jesse is. Because mm-hmm. he's also, like, an alcoholic and he's lost his entire family and okay. all that shit. But it's an interesting sci-fi story where it, like, jumps around in time and, nice. like, at this point, like, he's not even his original body anymore. He's, like, completely cloned. Oh, shit. So it's like, what the fuck is going on here? It's a wild ride! <laughs> But yeah, it's good. It's good. I would recommend it. Oh, me and Molly are getting more through Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. Really fucking good. Yeah, I've heard bo- both bad and good. I can't see what... Like, what are the bad reviews you're hearing of it? That it's, like, a poor man's Blade Runner. <sighs> that's. I feel like that's, like, somebody just, like, Watching like the first two episodes and being like, I don't get it. And then they just toss it aside. I could see. There's like, it's really crazy how it's done. Because mm. they even like, they go to the extent of, um, because uh, it involves like someone's conscience in like a fucking like brick thing that they put in people's right. bodies. Like anyone can play anyone. That's cool. Pretty much. And it's really interesting. Like you find out at one point that, someone is obsessed with the main character like you get you follow like this person who is like following the main character like obsessively and you think it's because of something he did but it's because she is obsessed with like the body that he's in oh because the body belonged to like her boyfriend and you're like oh shit so then that changes and then you find out like other characters are like cloning other people and then like being them on the side so then you're like <laughs> So are you that person, or are you the other person? Like it's it's insane. Oh, like right. it gets like really super convoluted. Like there's like times like this the show opens where I'm like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet deal. But it's really interesting. I highly suggest Altered Carbon. Like Molly even brought it up where it's like this is like a male soap opera because okay. every episode like ends with like something crazy happening, like soap opera esque. But it makes sense because it's in a future where, like, anyone could be anyone. Like, you could legit have an evil twin <laughs> in this because it's, like, someone could, like, fucking copy your conscience and put it in another body. 
<laughs> like it's ridiculous. Um. All right. Well, that's the show. Yeah. Next week, we're in the throes of March. We're in the throes of March, and we decided because you've all been so patient, <laughs> we are going to journey into the first winner yep. of the review review tournament of random movies. That's right. We are rewarding <laughs> the film. Yes. U H. F. That's it. UHF coming at you. The Weird Al vehicle. Yes. And then uh, Troy has also brought up the idea of us doing another uh, couple episodes where I pick one thing and he picks one thing. Yep. So I'm thinking the month after, or the week after that, since it's close to my birthday, oh my. I'll do my pick. Yes. Then we do just Jessica Jones. Then we do your pick. Okay. And then we do our most anticipated for the rest of the year. Or in your case, between Memorial Day <laughs> and Labor Day. That's right. Which is stupid. Makes it fun. Some would <laughs> it say. Does it not makes make it fun. It does not make it fun. <laughs> I think it's stupid. And that will round out our march. Great. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a good week to think of what to... Oppress on you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'm glad I'm being oppressed in your pick. We'll see. Well, I don't even know what the I don't even know what your pick's gonna be. It's I probably... don't even know what my pick was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I told Troy earlier, I'm I'm gonna be pissed if you just make me watch a bunch of oh. Great British Bake Off. <laughs> and like, how the fuck are we gonna review a bunch of Great Great British Bake Off? Listen, there's a character, not character, there is a man in, like, one of the seasons that looks like Dinosaur Neil if he aged, like, ten years. And I kept calling him Old Neil, and I keep snapping pictures of him and sending him to him while I watch it. God. It's so great. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, that's the show. That's for next week. We got it all down pat. UHF man. next week. Go and check it out. It's on Amazon. I saw it. All right. You can rent it on Amazon. Sweet deal. So as long as they don't fucking meteor man us and <laughs> take it off within the next week, it's on there. Oh, shit, we spoke too soon. We got to. I know. They listened. It was like, fucking take it off. <laughs> uh, but uh, until then, where can they find you? They can JT. find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not? Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find all of our stuff on Facebook.com slash off topic. No, at Reviewer. So, Jesus, I went into like a, <laughs> a trance state and did all our old shit. Find all of our stuff on uh, Facebook.com slash Review Review Pod. Yes. All of our shit's Review Review Pod if you haven't yes. if you haven't noticed the last few dozen episodes yeah dumb you damn you, dumb dums fucked up again fuck me we can uh we post all of our new episodes at uh pod uh review if you don't want to go there no sweat off my back you can also find us everywhere else such as stitcher google play and itunes if you listen to it on iTunes, why don't you give us a little comment? Come a little on. rating? Give a little like, comment. Uh, if you like the uh, show, that helps other people find the show as well. And it seems to be the only way you can rate podcasts, is that. Pretty much. So, just do it. Or, 
if you <laughs> have an enemy, Uh-oh. subscribe to us on their podcatcher as well. Yeah. Just do it. Just do yeah. it. That's right. Why not? Tell, so, us, tell us who your enemy is and we'll tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Or go into an Apple store and just have subscribe everything to our podcast on there. Pretty much. Just do it. Why do not? It. Uh, if you got something long form to say, you're more than welcome to do so at review, 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 review. Why do we have such a tongue twister for a name? Yeah. Review, review pod at gmail.com. Whoa, Black Bennett. Review, review pod. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. That's it. That's the show. That is the show. Be sure to check out UHF for next week. And vote for your favorite. Vote for, yeah, that's right. Two. We got Joe versus the Volcano and Psycho next for next week. week. So check, check it out. out on the social Poll medias. will be on, fa- on uh, Twitter. So be sure to cast your vote on Twitter for your favorite film. Great. But until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am a JD3K. And we are off.